0: while insisting he was not intoxicated, could not explain his nudity. I'm not normally a praying man, but if you're up there, please save me, Superman!
1: Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've taught me to do.
0: Hi, and welcome to the Crisis on Infinite Midlives podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. This is episode 95. Uh, look, everyone knew it was going to be about Star Wars. We've been saying it's going to be about Star Wars for the last three friggin' weeks. Are we going to talk about Star Wars? I think we're going to talk about Star Wars. I think that's you all... I think, <laughs> I think that's all anybody with a podcast that's even remotely geek, Hip-hop podcasts are talking about fucking Star Wars <laughs> this weekend. So, and as we said, we've got a, a completely packed show. This is either going to be a glorious conversation or an utter shit show of people talking all over each other, but it's going to be fun one way or the other, so... In the studio, we've got longtime guests uh Trebuchet and pixie sticks hola hello and uh remotely we have uh our guests from there are <laughs> certainly entertaining shows about avengers and uh <laughs> and uh, and ant man uh we've got uh Boston comedian uh Ross
2: Garmel former Boston
0: former boston I'm sorry, I'm trying to give you some cred man I mean you're living out in the burb claves I'm trying to make it seem like you've got shit going on but you know, you want to just be that a dude. That is a
3: name I have not been called in a long <laughs> time.
0: That's right. That's right. You you will be uh, Kylo. <laughs> so you don't Kylo, rank. Yeah. You don't rank Darth. You're Kylo Ross. <laughs> and also remotely uh, from New York City, uh, former Boston comedian, current New York City comedian, uh, works on the nightly show with Larry Wilmore. Uh, Benari Polton got him just Happy as he was having a big. Here. Just got him as he was having a big cup of coffee. I've got the best timing in, in broadcasting.
3: Happy to be here.
0: I'm a goddamn fucking professional.
3: You're a goddamn genius. So,
0: <laughs> all right. So let's start with, we all saw the movie. Uh, Amanda and I saw it with Trebuchet and Pixie Sticks, uh yesterday, early afternoon, um, in 3D at one of the big IMAX theaters. And it was one of those, we went in with some trepidation because we all lived through Phantom Menace. And as soon as we walked out and got in the car, Amanda said, yeah, let me get on my phone and see if I can get tickets for the 7 o'clock at our local theater. So, <laughs> so we saw nice. it twice yesterday. Um, so Trebuchet and Pixie Sticks, have you gone again? <laughs> we didn't connect until. No, I'm go- actually going tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all right. So, uh, Ross, uh, when
2: did you see uh, it? Under what circumstances? I brought my children. Actually, ah. uh, I think we saw it at the same time, early afternoon yesterday. And I tried really, really hard on the way out to sneak it into another theater where it was just starting. Uh, <laughs> just drop your kids but, in the arcade with a fistful of quarters. <laughs> well, I, I that would have been that would have worked too. I I was actually trying to convince them, but no, they were tired.
4: <laughs> Daddy went to the cinema and he never came back.
2: <laughs> he joined we the first order. We had to drive order.
4: ourselves home. <laughs>
2: My wife was there too. I, I should probably have mentioned that. Ah. Before. <laughs> That's
0: helpful, because <if> <laughs> I'm sure your wife's a big fan of the show. You don't want her to think you left her out. <laughs>
2: but. Right? Yes, she's. Uh, well, she. Yes. <laughs> now, how old are your kids? They're They're six and nine, and you
1: got them into Star Wars. So, well, it's not illegal. I mean, <laughs> Dude, how, how actually, old were we like, in 1977?
2: Is you now have, you have Oh, 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 you mean like I got them to old. like yes. Star Wars. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant they let them in the theater. It, wait, wait um, a minute. It wasn't rated X?
4: What the fuck? Which one did we I say?
0: masturbated? I don't
4: know. That's why I left the theater doll. in tears.
0: <laughs> but no, you you made them Star Wars fans or did you drag them to this screaming?
2: <laughs> so the older one I had to try like 3 or 4 times. The first time when she was, I don't know, like, young, maybe four, I was like, oh, it's got a princess. I'll I'll try that bullshit on you. And she just – she got really bored. Um, but but see, now, these, just,
3: have, these have a kick-ass – the new movies are going to have a kick-ass, lead, you know, yeah. lady, who, lady Jedi.
2: I know. That was pretty psyched. Uh, but – oh, yeah. Uh, spoilers?
4: Oh, yeah. We're going to spoil this. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, no, we're going to spoil oh, yeah. the shit
0: out of this movie. Yeah. Let, let's make it absolutely clear. Um <laughs> There will be spoilers from top to fucking bottom. We will destroy everything you might love about this movie. So if if you have not seen the movie, don't even – we're not going to say, oh, if you listen up to – it's not safe. It's not safe to listen to this show. By the way,
3: I I have to say that I've I've been to a couple of shit like comedy shows after seeing Star Wars. And the first thing – this is like finding – you have to like seek out people. But the first question that you have to ask is, have you seen Star Wars yet? Okay, then we can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just gonna go over here because all I want to do is talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I,
4: I put myself on a social media moratorium for about a week leading up to it, and and until I saw the movie because I didn't want to be spoiled. I didn't want to risk anything.
3: I did this. I was very I was very careful about what I clicked on, what I looked at. <laughs> I was Just <laughs> like I, I honestly, I want to go in fresh, and I don't want to read reviews to tell me how you know how it it was awesome or how it was terrible. I just wanted to go in and see it fresh.
0: Now, see, I wasn't spoiled, but it was pure blind luck, because I honestly didn't care if I got spoiled or not, because I'm Mm -hmm. Generation X, which meant before Star Wars came out, I had read... The, uh, the Star Wars Marvel comics. So I already knew what was going to happen with Empire. Well, I, I didn't have the self control. I ordered the Empire Strikes Back novelization from Scholastic Books. It's I funny. Was... I grew up, I grew up the same way. I, I knew the story. I knew the stories. I knew the story. Like I had read the books. I had read
3: the comics. I had, I, I came to Star Wars already knowing the characters. Uh, so this was kind of a unique new experience too, to kind of be like, I just know their names and I don't know. I want to see what the, where they go with this. I had my own theories.
0: Oh sure, yeah, and we'll, we'll yeah. talk. Uh, I had theories going in. I'm sure we'll talk about those. And which were you know, which?
2: Well, but and the the best part for me of the movie was like afterwards, my daughter turns to me, my nine year old uh, turns to me and says, "Wait, I have to wait years to find out what happens next."
4: <laughs> <laughs> I had the same reaction after Empire because I was and pissed I said, <laughs> Okay, No, but, and that's what led yeah, me to no, get. No, but
2: I I was like, that's the way it's supposed to be. Welcome, yeah. you know, welcome to liking Star
0: <laughs> Goddamn Wars.
1: Goddamn kids these days.
2: Welcome to life. Well, that was
0: part of the thing. It's my anticipation level coming up to it. And I talked about this in a show a few weeks ago when we talked about the Civil War trailer. And I said I was more excited about Civil War than Star Wars. Because part of that is, you know, we're, like I said, we're generation X. We've lived, we're the, like, the only generation who has constantly had to, you have to wait, you have to wait. And now there's going to be a Star Wars movie every year. Not necessarily one of the canon episodes of the main story. There but... might be two. There might be two a year. We might, we might get one every six months. It's
4: because yeah. we're getting those spinoffs now, too. Yeah. I'm
2: actually not that happy about that. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's, I think I'm, I don't know that I'm interested in seeing all the side stories. At least not that often.
0: I'm trying to keep right. an open mind because to me it's like, okay, compared to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah, you got the Avengers every three years. Doesn't mean I don't want to see Captain America and Iron Man in between. There there may be, depending on who they get to do them, there may be some validity to these side stories. That You know, the idea of Rogue okay. Squadron yeah. has always been kind of cool. That's the first one that's coming out, so.
4: But the individual ones, like Harrison Ford is my Han Solo, I and I know they have hired somebody to be young Han Solo. That's not my Han Solo. Right. I don't think that's anyone's Han Solo. I
3: think
4: that's a mistake
3: to to try and go back and do anything with anyone who's not the... the, I I think that if there's anything the prequels have taught us is that it's very difficult to take an iconic character and then show you how that iconic character became the character that you love. It's like, I don't want to see whiny Han Solo. <laughs> I don't want to see, like, young hipster not no. Harrison Ford Han Solo. <laughs> no, you,
2: what you'd see is is you'd see in the uh, Imperial um, becoming a stormtrooper Han Solo. Right.
0: Well, either way, I think we should which, start a hashtag, well, not no, my which, Han Solo. Which we just
2: saw with this. <laughs> like, we just saw the idea of, like, a guy who was studying to be a stormtrooper. Exactly. Fuck it.
0: Exactly.
3: So it's like, if you're going to do that trope, I don't need to. It's like, I know, I know Han Solo's backstory. Let's go. I'm actually what I'm, what I really like about what this has done is going forward, I think is the, is the first recipe for success with Star Wars. Because anytime you're, you're going backwards, unless it's like the Clone Wars cartoon or Rebels, which is actually pretty, pretty fun, which deals with, with like the outskirts of the characters. Um, but I think that anytime you go backwards in a movie, you're not going to be able to deliver on the promise that was made. So it's so much better to go forward and, and be forward-thinking and, and start taking these character progressing these character stories forward well, and it's it's, um, less it's just com- more exciting and
0: fun. Yeah. It's less compelling. You know, I am your father and ooh, what happens next is always going to be more compelling than ooh, I know who this guy is. How are they going to backfill right. that? How, how Here's gonna, how I became your father.
1: Yeah. I like, know, okay, well, I yeah. know where point Z is. How are they going to yeah. get there? Well, the other problem they always had is it's such an expansive universe. I mean, you know, we went all these years between everything. So you have all this stuff that's no longer considered canon, but a lot of this stuff is actually mainstream now. So how do you kind of retcon that into you know, the story in in a way that's going to be acceptable to the people who really, you know, own this.
3: Sure. And one of the, one of the things with myth building, and I think one of the reasons why star Wars and you, you say we're, we're generation X, I've always thought I was generation star Wars. Like I was born into star Wars. (laughs) I grew up with star Wars. I define things by, by like, Oh, that was, you know, 1980. Okay, that's three years after Star Wars. You know, it's, it's like, that's how.
0: Dude, rem- uh, remember when Lucas sued, sued the government because they called the missile program Star Wars? Don't call <laughs> a Generation Star Wars. I can't afford that fucking lawyer. But, but you have but, a point. But,
3: but there, but there are, there's a level of myth making and, and craftsmanship that went into the original trilogy that part of the fun for it was you got glimpses of what the story was and each fan could sort of, Build the backstory and they could all be true because it's whatever you wanted it to be. It was kind of, it's kind of like how different people could, could view, uh, any, uh, mythological character, whether it was Zeus or Batman. You know, there are great Batman stories about how different people see Batman or view Batman. And Star Wars, the original trilogy was much the same way. It was like, we know there was an epic battle between Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Without seeing the specifics of it, it could be as grand and as imaginative as you wanted it to be, as epic as you wanted it to be. But once you actually see it and it doesn't live up to the hype or live up to the, to what it was built up to be, it can't do anything but disappoint you. And that takes away from the power of the myth, I think. But from my point of view, it can. <laughs> but from a certain point of
0: view. But th- all I know is I thought about massive lava planets and explosions, but
4: I never thought about who had the high ground, and therefore mine was infinitely
0: <laughs> inferior.
4: Well, I don't know. I, it, apparently, in Lucas's vision, it was a whiny and petulant fight, which <laughs> can't help anything. I know. Well, I no. I heard
2: threw him into a volcano. Right. Like, <laughs> You fucking didn't! <laughs> right, and and that was the other thing. There was an element
3: to it which actually made Obi-Wan more of a dick than he actually was because if it, if it had been left with Obi-Wan finished that fight thinking Anakin was dead and then Darth Vader comes back and he knows that he didn't finish the job as opposed to he cuts off his arms and legs and then walks away as he burns screaming <laughs> you're like obi-wan what the fuck is wrong what, <laughs> what right. the fuck is wrong
0: with you why don't you wriggle out of oh, this motherfucker wriggle yeah.
3: wriggle up the oh, hill by the way i'm taking your lightsaber <laughs> Ooh,
1: you don't need this you. anymore bitch turns around and flicks a cigarette at him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like a dick move it was a mic drop
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, mic drop. Where he's like, after everything that happened, as you walk away, and he's burning, screaming, like, I,
0: I'll get you. Like, yeah, that can't come back to bite me in the ass. Nothing bad will come from this. <laughs> mic drop. I'm just picturing Obi Wan Kenobi, First Amendment Jedi
4: funk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan always double tap. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so Benari, when did you go see it? So I saw it Thursday
3: night before. Okay, so. because that's what happens when you open a movie. Now it actually opens the day before. Uh, yeah, the, the opening. So I saw it. Uh, I saw the eleven o'clock show. We had uh, we had our holiday, our show holiday party for the nightly show, and a contingent of us, about fifteen of us, uh, actually left our holiday party to go see <laughs> uh, to go see, including the host of our show. I was going to say. say I
2: won't say who. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He he announced on the air he was going to. Yes, yes.
3: So um, and uh, yeah, so that was a that was a very surreal experience too. Uh, But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And I'm I'm actually I'm taking my nephews to see it next week. And I've held off on seeing another viewing of it because I wanna I kind of wanna still be uh, I still wanna be excited about it when I go take them to see it
4: and and look Mm. for all the. So, we'll try not to beat the joy out of it for you in this, <laughs>
0: yeah well I mean and, and that's it, so everybody's planning on it we've seen it twice. everybody's planning on seeing it at least one more time before so, new year's i I predict I will have seen it half a dozen times. <laughs> <laughs> it's now, for me, part of why I wanted to go see it again was and I've related this show on the story before we went uh, I went with Trebuchet, we got we called in with Skywalking pneumonia for Phantom Menace and yes. went to went to see it, and it's like. That was okay right that that was that was that was good, right well, I
1: remember us standing outside in in the afternoon after the show, just kind of like for like a little stunned silence a little bit, and then it really we, we just kind of went back and forth like, yeah, that was good, right yeah of course it was good, it was star wars how could yeah, oh yeah, so we spent like <laughs> half an hour outside trying to convince ourselves that it was good ross
3: Ross and Tim and I saw it, uh and we did the same thing, and I think we I went to another showing i i'm uh, like that afternoon because we, we went for lunch as we're talking and we're going through the specifics because when we first walked out it was like that lightsaber duel was awesome was this looked, yeah. you know this looked fantastic and then as you started peeling away it was like well it looked like you know what we got to at the end I just kept repeating it looked like Star Wars it looked yeah.
1: like a Star Wars movie it looked like a Star Wars music video I, it would have been yeah. great if it was five minutes long set to like the Beastie Boys or something
2: yeah yeah uh, <laughs> it's, and that it was, was a sabotage. <laughs>
3: you're welcome <laughs> which which bodes real well for the next star trek movie fuck this <laughs>
2: I remember the very first thing that we said that lunch though was like I think it was Tim. He was like, "Okay, the two-headed alien that was bad. Right. right so let's just put that out of the way. Now everything else, let's talk about how good it was. Right. And then, right. and the <laughs> and the blood race was like you know
3: uh, unconscionably forty minutes long or something. So like let's just forget about that part of the movie.
0: Is... <laughs> yeah. Okay. They, they the said other, Anakin was a great the other star thing pilot. about my children. I'm sorry. No, no, no okay, I'm talking about ahead. my child here. <laughs> okay. We're all <laughs> interested in no, your child in a terrible way- no. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> the other thing about my children was that uh, my daughter really wanted to see the first three to be completest before we saw first awake force awakens so i rented uh episode one and she has not made it like halfway through it we haven't made it to the pod race and oh, she God hasn't God has it. to start wow. watching it again
3: and then yeah, hey hey that's her choice it's her <laughs> yeah.
0: choice. it's good genetics yeah, goddamn. encouraged
3: <laughs> 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 I, so i really what i one of the things i really liked about this one too is that and I know that hopefully this leads to Star Wars fans letting go of the prequels and trying to make them good. You can like <laughs> this one. Just this jumped off from the, from from the original trilogy, and it, there was no mention of Minoclorians. I know people want to be like, maybe Jar Jar's behind the whole thing. Maybe it's, <laughs> if, I, if I never hear fucking about Separatists. <laughs> Again, if I never hear Jar Jar, like, I won't be disappointed. You don't have to make the prequels work. It, they don't matter to, to continue enjoying the story. And so that was, that was a great thing in this movie is, like, there was, like, no reference to anything that was that was happening that you needed to see the prequels for. Episode, and th- that was that was a strength.
0: In episode eight, I wouldn't mind just hearing some ancillary character going, Did you hear about what happened to Nabu? Man, the whole planet destroyed. Real shame. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fine. And just move on. Yeah. No gun. I mean no. it would it would be nice to know about like the fucking MacGuffin
3: dude who started the clone army and like what the fuck happened to him? But like, you know, it's like, right. oh yeah, no, he died <laughs> in a car crash. Great. Okay. Move on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was Darth Maul. He was Darth Fucking Maul. they were supposed to say he was Darth Maul. They never said he was Darth Maul. He was Darth Fucking Maul.
3: It doesn't kidding? matter. We can, we can move on. We don't have to continue. We don't have to spend any more time trying to justify anything in those movies. We have to accept that they weren't good. And this is what a good new Star Wars movie looks like. Yeah. Ross. It looks like The Force Awakens.
0: Yeah. Ross, <laughs> Ross, uh, to quote a great man, uh, it's the prequels. You can't imagine the enormity of the fuck I do not give. So, <laughs> <laughs> good call. All right. So. So yeah, it's going into it. I think we all had a certain amount of, uh, oh, the Phantom Menace bit us. We're hopeful. Where my hope started was about a, about a week ago when the premiere happened and you didn't start hearing weird rumblings. Yeah. And then the, the review embargo dropped. And like I said, I wasn't avoiding spoilers. So I read a bunch of reviews and most of them were pretty solid. And then yeah, that realization where it's like, yeah, there's going to be Star Wars every year, whether I want it or not. So this right. is really the last time I'm going in, you know. With okay, I've I've been waiting and hoping for a good one. So it was really about the middle of this week I started to get really excited for it. So, well, and you got to give Disney
3: credit for you know as much as they're an evil empire themselves, uh, <laughs> they're very good at curating their characters and and protecting their brand. So if there, if there's anything, <laughs> if there's anything that wants to continue making money off of a franchise, uh, it's Disney.
0: Yeah. If there, if Disney has ever shown any wisdom, it is in this phrase:
1: "Thank you, George.
0: We will take that under advisement." Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Right. Well, feeding back to what you're saying, that you know, from a, from an excitement standpoint, where I really started to kind of pick up. Um, I, for the longest time, I was thinking, "Oh yeah, right, whatever." Episode one, I'm just going to kind of hold off, and you know, we'll see. Um, when we started to get the teasers, it was like, "Okay, well, that looks nice." Uh, right. When we started to drop the real trailers. The first thing I picked up was okay look and feel is absolutely there but they're not telling me anything yep. it's awesome mm. uh, unlike any other movie that you you look at a trailer for a modern trailer for they tell you the whole story this told me nothing and, and that actually was what was building really my excitement and also scaring the shit out of me let me be honest because it's like okay what are you not telling me <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, and the the trailer for Phantom Menace. You know that we oh, all yeah. we all spent 3 hours on our 288 modems trying to get and hoping that nobody picked up the other line. I had to
1: go see Meet Joe fucking Black to see
0: that <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> but, uh, Why is he
3: seen Meet Joe Black 27
0: times? <laughs> <laughs> and it's and even with the trailer, even I was up to the point of the reviews coming out, I was a little nervous cuz like, okay, everything is pretty positive. But then I remembered back to Phantom Menace and that was well, it never better than that
3: poster. Of Phantom Menace with with a little kid there with the Vader shadow. It was yeah.
4: like that was amazing.
3: And then it was like all downhill.
4: And yeah, he opened his mouth. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah, but I was going to in ninety
2: nine. Oh,
3: <laughs> it's not his fault. I don't blame anyone in that movie. I'm pretty sure that the way they, they filmed the prequel was a bunch of people with holding a script in front of a green screen being like reading the lines for the first time, like sand and it gets everywhere cut wait no that was just rehearsal no we got it we'll fix it in post
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't need you anymore (laughs) like read your lines and leave if i could replace all of you with wireframes i would do it yeah it's it's the old harrison ford quote you can type this shit but you can't say it yep right so uh, but uh, yeah even with the uh with the reviews coming out, I, the thing I remembered was in 99, I, I read Ain't It Cool News all the time and Harry Knowles' review literally said, Misa loved Jar Jar. So even that, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, oh, do I have, can I trust these reviews? And so I was really looking forward to it and we went in yesterday. It's look, I think we can establish at this point, we all really fucking liked it. Oh I mean, yeah. It was, yeah. it was, oh, it God. was
3: fantastic. It, that,
0: it was exciting.
3: It was new and I thought that it did a fantastic job of setting up me caring about these new characters i care what happens to finn and ray like i'm actually invested now in their characters and that's something that is is uh, really difficult to do when you're talking about the star wars franchise so the fact that they were able to say okay look i mean from the from the beginning of the crawl they it was brilliant that they're like look luke skywalker is the most fucking important person in the entire universe okay oh, boom d- yeah
0: great I- for, for the purposes of comparison, I wrote down, here's the opening of the Phantom Menace crawl. Turmoil has involved the Galactic Republic. The taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems is in, is in dispute. Yeah. In the meantime, The Force Awakens, Luke Skywalker has vanished. It's like, in boom. His, in. I want to yeah. know. Yeah. It's yeah. Like I want to know
3: Great.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it just right from the beginning it's okay no this is Star Wars motherfucker. it's not this weird right, but it's political also like look
3: all the characters you love now are ancient beings so we have to have new young people picking up the mantle and carrying on uh, the tradition and I thought this did and a the- good job of of bringing you know uh, the 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 original fans in and also being accessible and continuing the story in a satisfying way uh, which which gave proper respect to everything that had come before but also, Opening up the future for who knows where it's going to go. And I thought that's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was really definitely I mean, not only they're bringing back the old characters, but they're actually introducing them as myth, even right. in their own universe. Like Luke Skywalker is real. What? Right. That right there is just enough to say this isn't some, you know, they didn't win. They, they blew up the Death Star and everybody's happy and the Ewoks are dancing and now we own the universe and everything is good.
0: Well, it's, and that's one of the things everybody complained about, uh, with the, with the prequels versus the trilogy, it's like the prequels only happened about nineteen years ago, and yet right. people think that Jedi is myth and but Abrams seemed to have embraced that, and I'm willing to accept it because if you take a step back, yeah, we're talking about a big galaxy, but we're talking about yeah. a big galaxy that at best has sneaker net and right. has always had sneaker I got these plans. The only way I can get them is to stick them in a droid and send that droid across So news is not flying around. There's Also, not a- if there's
3: only like 4 Jedi's running around, the chances of them meeting everybody is pretty low. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like oh yeah, I heard about Jedi. Like basically if you see a Jedi, bad shit's coming to your town.
0: Yeah, it's a, there's no Jedi con, you know. <laughs> Qui-Gon's right. not sitting at a booth selling autographs of his picture.
2: You know what would help is if they had like somehow mass distributed moving picture versions of their stories <laughs> that everyone in the galaxy could see.
4: Right, huh. you can do that.
2: Well, we, we've, That's a, right.
3: we've unfortunately established- Star Wars has no Star Wars. That's the greatest tragedy.
0: Of <laughs> All they have is. The what do pre- they
3: watch? What do they talk about?
0: All they have is the prequels. They're like, this is shit. This can't possibly be the truth. All they
3: have is ongoing constant galactic civil war so that that was that and, i did
0: think the and, and i did
3: think the politics chess. of the uh resistance versus the uh the new republic and the first order were all a little bit hazy like yeah the first order is building good. a planet which i did i did like i mean that was cute calling it the star killer uh the new death star you know it's like look uh mm. We don't have a Death Star this time. We have a planet that's a Death Star, so we'll call it the Star Killer.
0: Well, no, uh, it's a Anakin Star Killer was the original name of Luke Skywalker. So right. uh, that's the one thing I think they—that's the one bone they threw George. I okay, George. we'll finally get Star Killer in George. I, we got Star Killer. Okay, <laughs> cu- uh, you know, there are a couple. There are a couple of nice little. There are a couple
3: of nice little bones that I thought were not cloying or, or overly. Uh, I didn't think they were too winky. I didn't think they were too in jokey. But they had just an, just enough. To reference within the story that, like, these things happened. they have been through battles. They had seen some shit. Shit went down. Uh, and, but now we're also, uh, I mean, look, the fact, the fact that, uh, Han Solo was never going to be a good dad was, was, <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty much addressed right off the bat, like, uh, sorry. And our son became a monster. So we both just stopped talking to each other for 20 years.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go get They made
5: it
2: work. You know, yes, they, they absolutely they made it made work. It work because they're fucking great actors. Yes.
3: Best uh, by the way, this was Harrison Ford's greatest performance probably since maybe regarding Henry or something. I don't know like when the last time, <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know when the last time Harrison Ford was like this invested in a movie where he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll actually show up and
0: and I'm going to be awesome." Well, uh, Hank's been phoning it in for quite a while. It's one thing he doesn't need is money, but I think one thing he wants is to be Indiana Jones again. <laughs> this, well, no, see for years. Harrison Ford was like, "I have no interest in doing Han Solo ever again." It's I right. saw his. Did you
2: guys catch? Did you guys catch the boulder? I did. Yeah. In the in the ship, with the giant aliens, were chasing As them. Golden golden the golden golden. Down oh
0: yeah. The they Wait. did the indie shot. Oh shit! I missed that completely. Yeah,
3: he got he got an indie shot in there. I, I, I loved that. I thought that that was great, and that saved what I thought was more of a like a Star Trekky type moment. For, for Star Wars, with like the aliens, you
5: know that was kind of yeah, like a.
0: But you know something, and I, I'm but, not going to take credit for this. I saw it online someplace. Um That was there is a giant creature moment in every Star Wars movie. There's oh, that, absolutely! The, you need you need di- that like
3: random. It's just the best. Some of the best moments are just the random. Like, oh, by the way, this is also a dangerous universe where like you're not just fighting the Empire. Like crazy shit's going to come out of there. And you
2: know, and, and the fucking you know what I loved that like in, in the establishing shots in the beginning at. It, 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 Not Jabu. What is it? Jakku. Uh, Jakku. Jakku. That uh, the bird like pecking at the -hmm. the old Tie Fighter. I was like, that's fucking Star Wars. It's just all this shit going on in the background. There's a there's a universe. It's a a world around.
3: They didn't linger or like or or spend ten minutes being like, look at this and how cool this is. It's more just in passing. Here's the world. One of my favorite moments was when she made her little fucking you know ready made bread, whatever the thing that popped up. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. These are the little flu- these little flourishes, these little touches that made this universe real where she's sitting in front of a down at that, you know, and she's making her <laughs> own little so little meal yeah, this- where it's like, oh, yeah, there was a huge battle here. And now she's fucking stuck on this planet. And yeah. this know. is
6: everyday life.
0: Yeah, it's this is this is a lived in universe. And you don't need to know every detail. Of course, there was right. a battle here. There was a 30 year civil war that went on. Shit right. like this is going to be
4: everywhere. It's the blue right. milk in A New Hope.
0: <laughs> that's what you get with no space internet you just get shit based on blue milk and have civil wars <laughs> oh and can we just talk about the fact that bb8 is fucking awesome yes
3: i fucking love that <laughs> yeah i love that droid bb
2: i was scared as shit about bb8
3: of course yeah. of course but i think bb8 is like you know BB-8, long live BB-8. I mean, what a fucking
0: <laughs> – it, it turns out that that extra dimension of movement gives him so much more emotion and ability to emote. And he really – yeah, he comes across like R2's little brother. Like just yeah, well uh, Well, that's exactly how and... we came across. Like the, the little cute moment when BB-8 goes up to R2,
3: it looked like a thing like, oh, every day he just goes up and is like, come on, play with me. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's
6: <laughs> do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> and when he
3: gives a little like up, when he gives a little thumbs up, you know. To to, Finn, to I mean, all, those, all those little moments that, that could have been really annoying just were so fun and and just gave, gave a well, droid like personality that's... and then also you knew that that thing was there. It was a real thing. It yeah. was right know.
1: practical effects are, made yeah. made it a, a huge difference and that was that was the first thing I noticed was, was that the creatures were actually there. I mean, with a few exceptions, yes. mm-hmm. obviously, but, but they were actually there and actually doing things. Um, well, like that, that one where the
2: Jawa thing was gonna, you know, steal BB-8 and she rescues him. I'm like, he's riding on a puppet. It's right. a real puppet. It's fucking there. <laughs> it's there.
1: Yeah. Right. But th- that was one of the things I think as a whole, this particular movie just did really well is it really captured the soul. Of the original movies. Mm-hmm. It felt yeah. right. And I and I, say, I, I know we, we talked about this a little bit there, Rob, but the one thing, I was sold immediately when they got one thing 100% correct, the reveal of the Millennium Falcon. You right. could Go not with, do with that. that, yeah.
3: that oh, that's garbage. Boom. Okay, we'll take the garbage. Yeah, that's oh. how you intro the
1: Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I, I freaking belly laughed at that moment. It's like, yep, it's okay, that's jump. perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't even you don't even give it a yes. look. You don't yeah. even like. It's not even like a background gag. It's it's there and like, oh yeah, that's it, and that's perfect. <laughs> the uh,
0: the alien that uh, yelled out, "That's mine." Uh, Amanda looked up. That was played by Simon Pegg. And you know, he's, yeah, yeah, you know, he's just wandering around his house right now going, nope, that's right. It's canon that I own the fucking millennium. <laughs> <own it. laughs>
3: also, and, and I believe this was verified by the Guardian, but rumor had it that um, the stormtrooper that Ray uh, Jedi Mind Trick, uh, the one that she pulls the Jedi Mind Trick on, yeah. is uh, Daniel
4: Craig. I read that also. Rob doesn't believe me, but I read that as well. Well, it's um, while we were in the
0: car coming back from the first viewing, getting ready to go to the second viewing, you told me that, so I listened carefully. If it was him, he's got a hell of an American accent that didn't slip. I'm not saying it's definitely not him, but it's like, uh, he went If he did it, he hit it.
2: So I thought Craig was the guy who like fought Finn with the melee thing. No, I've no, no. no. That... The,
3: well, what the what the what the rumor is is that he's the guard that says he's going to shove the blaster down her throat, and then she Jedi oh, okay. mind mind tricks uh, the stormtrooper to let her go and drop in his weapon. So
0: yeah, no, the, the guy with the That's uh, what the report is yeah, the the guy with the taser uh, was Brian Gordon. I'm sorry, that was an inside joke. Never mind.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot yeah. of
1: a lot of not, I wouldn't say cameos, but a lot of fairly. You know, big stars. It did little bit things like that in this. Um Kevin
4: Smith's supposed to be in there somewhere.
1: It, yeah, I heard that he was supposed to be in there somewhere, but also like even just one off the um, and it's not I wouldn't say she's a big star, but um Freeman Ajima okay. from Doctor Who. Martha Jones. Martha Jones. <laughs> she was she was on one of the planets that got blown up. She was she oh, was one she of was, the ones yeah, that right Yeah,
3: there. yeah in, the, in the oh, and scene. Carrie right. Fisher's daughter was on the was uh was on the general's council there when
4: right, they were right, talking right. about blowing up the star killer. She was the little blonde girl with the donuts. Yeah, but
0: but you know, (laughs) but you you know what? That's been going on with since the prequels. I mean, you remember, except (laughs) Except this
3: one was except the way they did it here was they did it the way it's supposed to be. It's just there. We don't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna draw attention to it and look how clever we are. We're just. We're just inhabiting this universe.
0: Plus, Abrams has a little taste, and it's not, you know. Oh, and Sync is in this scene. Right. <laughs> you know, get some people with some cred, for fuck's sake. But
3: right. Macy Gray didn't show up to go just sing a song in the middle
0: of it, like at the.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, well, I, that's one thing I want to talk about. How much of this do we really like? Because a lot of it really is a combination of moments from Star Wars and Empire you know you've you've got a cantina scene you've got and jedi don't forget yeah.
3: and I mean, it, you know the, it, it 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 mirrored all, uh, some of your favorite moments from all the movies that you've already seen, but it took them in a new direction, and I think that that's the key to Star Wars at this point. You can't not have a nod to the past when you're dealing with this and yeah. it, it's a really interesting thing in movie making. I don't think we've had a franchise that's as mythical as Star Wars where the past is just as important as the future with something like this. So it needs to look familiar and feel familiar, but also surprise us. And it's like, that's an impossible task.
2: Point point of order, Benari. Uh, (laughs) Earlier in the podcast, you said that the past doesn't matter and they should look more (laughs) to the future. They should.
3: But but (laughs) the way you go forward in the future is by acknowledging that these are the things that we know you love about it. And now we're going to continue going forward and that's the original trilogy took tropes that we were familiar with so the trench warfare in the, at the death star in star wars was if you grew up watching world war two movies or whatever that's what that was it was a world war two dogfight. uh you know if you went to that's the part. some of the power of the original trilogy was taking things that you were familiar with but putting in a new uh in in new surroundings and putting in a new context and i think this I think The Force Awakens was able to take things that you loved and knew about Star Wars and slightly tweak it and put it in a newer context, but still give you that sense of familiarity.
4: Yeah, it's sort of the Star Wars Jungian archetypes. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. And, yeah. And, and so, you know, when you see Poe put the the drive with the map into BB-8, <laughs> you're like, oh, I know that. Okay. But they did it in a way where you you're know, like. You know, the map was really dumb. Like that was a really <laughs> basic map.
3: <laughs> Where like, uh, wait, r 2s just been sleeping and he had the whole fucking unit, you know, like, well, that missing piece right there. Why don't we just start? No, no no, it no, 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 no,
2: no, no. <laughs> he was sleeping because he was searching the Imperial, uh, the Imperial archives to put it all together. Sure. Yep. No, the, the last I will. One thing I will say negatively is the last 10 minutes of it was like rushed and. and, and
3: it, I, no, I agree 100 percent. Three one hundred percent.
2: So you had to kind of figure out, like, oh, that's that's what they meant by you know R two finally waking up at, at that moment. He didn't wait. He woke up because he finished the map.
3: And I think the Max von Sydow character uh, at the beginning will probably play a future sort of. There's there's something there with with yeah. that particular guy. And look, this left some good. it will be a side movie. Yeah, the, but there'll be they left some good mysteries in terms of okay, how do we get to this point, and what did this mean that. I think for now we have to give them the benefit of the doubt that, okay, I think they're going to come through on that. I think they'll come through on that promise.
0: Now, I I took R2 getting the map completely differently. I took that as Luke left him with the map and with some kind of instruction of you'll know when it's time to reveal where I am. If If things become this dire, if it goes this wrong, then you tell Leia where I am. Right. And I think that's part Mm. of what played into that. Fucking heartbreaking look when he turns around and looks at Ray and realizes, oh no, they had to come for me.
3: This That's is how I take that scene that way too. I, I I mean, again, you know, there's there's many questions of like, has Luke just been staring out over the ocean for like thirty years and like Whoa.
4: <coughs> waiting for the Highlander drone <laughs> shot? <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, you but know, it, you
3: know what? At least Luke brought himself somewhere nice. Like, Obi-Wan <laughs> you know, exiled himself on a fucking desert. And Yoda Luke took the Shire. The <laughs> Luke's like, look, if I'm going to live in exile, I'm going to have a great fucking view. Fuck those dudes. <laughs> My view is going to be gorgeous. I'm going to wake up on the fucking Green Isles overlooking an ocean.
1: <laughs> we'll live in a roundhouse with Bilbo. Yeah. Well, I live also,
3: in the Shire. Yes, yeah.
1: he hasn't spent 30 years there. At least about I'm going to, get to say about 22, 23 years ago, he went somewhere else. Just well,
3: saying. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, okay, so we can get into our our theories, I suppose, but I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure that let's, uh, let's talk I, about Ray. I I dispute the idea that Ray is not a trained Jedi. I think she was being trained as a child and was and her training was cut off when Kylo Ren uh, flipped to the dark side, and she was protected. So I think that her, I think we're, we're going to find out is that as a child, she was being trained as a Jedi. And that's why she had all this innate ability and, and power and things like that. I, uh, in terms of, in terms of guesses, my initial guess and Ross, well, Ross will back me up on this. My guess was that Kylo Ren was the son of Han and Leia and that Ray was the daughter of Han and Leia, that they were twins. That was my.
4: I think and a lot of people had a twin thing going on because of Luke and Leia. Because
1: yeah. no, only because of only because of the, yeah. only because of the yeah. uh, expanded the, canon. the, the expanded can that's non canon now. That was yeah. right.
3: absolutely it's non canon now. So I think that we don't know. I think Ray is still related to him. The more I think about it now, I think that they might be setting it up that that she's Luke's daughter somehow. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and I and I think that that. I don't think I want her to be Han and Leia's daughter. Now, (laughs) now that now that the force with the events of the Force Awakens, it would be a real dick move of Leia not to recognize her daughter uh, at that point. So,
2: well, and even worse for like the two of them to be talking in private and never to say like you know talk about their son all the time. Exactly, and never be like
3: oh, what about that girl too? (laughs) So, so I think, and also I think the fact that she's so much more powerful than Kylo Ren was. I don't. Th- I think she's probably the. Yeah, uh, her mom's so, probably also a Jedi user. Like uh, her mom is also probably a Jedi. <laughs> so my theory, theory,
2: my main theory right now is that Kylo Ren is going to come back next movie and fucking blow everyone away.
3: Yes. So if we're going. He to is trouble, now. I agree.
2: Yeah. He 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 did he did what Luke didn't do to to turn to the Sith. He killed mm-hmm. his father. He uh and he the the. Hobbit thing said that, you know, he's got to complete his training. Right.
4: Yeah. Who who believes he's, yes. he's, he's like two feet tall. We
5: know,
3: oh, see this giant absolutely. hologram. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got to be like, tall. he's got to be like Dark Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Absolutely. And, and. Um, he's Dobby. And, and, Dobby from Harry Potter. But, but like everyone, you know, with the mask, he took the mask off and everyone was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, it, but it was all a setup. Like the, the, he wants, he wants everybody to think like, oh, this guy's not a big threat. So the next time when he comes back in the next movie and kicks serious ass. Kylo
3: Ren, I think, was what Darth Vader, what young Darth Vader should have been, which is he's this petulant teenager with all this power. He can't really control it when instead of killing, you know, I love that it was established that when he got mad, he just like threw a fucking tantrum. (laughs)
0: And so sort of yeah. like, oh, let's just all go the other right. way. Let's do a, let's do a moratorium on Kylo Ray because unless, because I uh, Kylo Ren, sorry, because I want to, I have a theory on Ray that I want to put out there before we completely, because I also got theories on, right. on Ren, but I think we're going to find out Ray's last name is fucking Palpatine. Oh, Oh, that's interesting.
1: So so Luke had sex with the Emperor?
5: What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) (laughs) Trevish. But no, that puts Luke directly into Obi-Wan's role of having to train the most dangerous bloodline in the galaxy. Ray gets the same darkness from her father that Luke did. And Palpatine almost killed each of the Skywalker boys, which means that bloodline is arguably more powerful in the force than Luke and more dangerous. And since Palpatine has no history of being with the light side of the force, showing a trilogy of the war within her trying to stay good would be even more tumultuous and
4: compelling,
3: compelling. Interesting. I'm so I'm wondering because she's, she seems to be more powerful. The potential to be the most powerful Jedi that we've seen. Sure. Uh, Just innately with whatever, whatever we know from the force awakens, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some combination of the two theories where it's a melding of the Palpatine Skywalker bloodline. So you
2: know. you're saying Luke really did fuck the emperor. <laughs> no, he he could have fucked the emperor's daughter.
4: Oh. I'll know, show we him.
3: We, what we don't know what happened in the last 30 years. I mean, we don't, we don't, there, there's enough mystery there that uh, there's plenty to, to fill in. And by the way, how exciting is it that we can come up with like fan theories that are actually exciting and not trying to justify bad choices, but are like, Oh, this is, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> Instead of coming up with theories to justify bad choices. We're actually coming up with theories about like, Oh, what would, Oh my God, it could go in this direction. It could go in this direction. Like it's exciting. This is an exciting time to be a star Wars fan.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't
3: but believe I, I... I, agree, I agree that, that Luke is going to be taking on sort of the Obi-Wan Yoda role here. Um, Like, I mean, he's more, I think he's more powerful than Obi-Wan ever was.
0: I mean, he's Um, flat out wearing Obi-Wan's robes when we see him at the end.
3: Well, yeah, but I mean, I think those are also the typical, that's the, you know, the Jedi. style of
5: the
4: time.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) sort of the, the wise and Jedi master garb.
4: I think there's an argument to be made, too, that Luke isn't her father because when Han talks about Luke Skywalker being real, like, how do you not know who your dad is?
3: Well, I think Star Wars has established that most of the main <laughs> characters don't know who the okay. fuck their
0: parents are. All right. I, I just put that out there as, as a well established. <laughs> you ain't my daddy. Are you <laughs> <laughs> filled with the worst parents in the galaxy? Uh, you I know. gotta go out for space cigarettes. I'll be right back.
3: <laughs> yeah. People just leave again, 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 I remind you that the, <laughs> that, you know, Han and Leia, arguably two of the, the best, uh, you know, most innately good characters in Star Wars when their son turned to the dark side they were like okay
0: let's never talk again it's, in Star Wars if you know who your father is you are fucked burnt and in the way the only character who knew who his father was was Kylo Ren and he's a fucking butcher and Boba Fett <laughs> oh, yeah. and Boba Fett there he oh, goes. Yeah. <laughs>
4: But no, but if if she was being trained on the island or wherever they were training Jedi and then the training stopped if if Luke had been present and not telling her. That's also a giant dick move.
1: <laughs> well, they they also did uh that little flashback scene that she had when when she was getting close to the, yeah. the lightsaber. Yeah, it right. was that flashback to the little behind. girl she, being left behind. She by was old enough she couldn't see. Right. If she yeah. was
2: if she knew Luke as a kid. Right. right.
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't see. I, I, I think there's something with the, with the lightsaber, with the saber calling to her. Look, I, 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 you have to have some connection to the Skywalker lightsaber because they're making a big deal of the fact that it was Darth Vader's, then it was Luke's, and she and, and, uh, Maz, uh, uh, has this, has that thing she says about, like, how the story of how I got the light, like, the lightsaber, because that's the one he loses an empire. Yeah. Yeah. So right. it's the, you know, this is, this is the most potent, Je- you know they're setting this up to be the most potent Jedi weapon in the universe that's, that even Luke didn't have on him, and it's calling to her to bring back to him shit, there's got to be some connection between Luke and Rey. Some connection.
0: Yeah, and everybody sort of, sort of takes it on faith because the one argument Amanda and I have been having is why would you send this person who came from out of nowhere for all intents and purposes to go why didn't collect Leia Luke? Though? Why exactly. wasn't Leia on that ship? Exactly. If Leia's
3: been searching for I, I had a problem with that, and I'm, hopefully they'll explain it. But I was like, I'm like, uh, Leia just spent the last twenty years looking for Luke, and then she's like, I'm gonna go send this person I don't know, and and this now fucking grieving Wookie <laughs> and, <laughs> That's... And, and drowsy R2 to go to go. Find I think it's because she can't the make the it steps. steps.
4: She can't. Well, she can't make it up the steps. I mean, she wanted to go, she but does she's got a bad
3: voice. She, she's been... can fucking carry her,
6: <laughs> and she has a resistance.
3: Because to run.
2: she's the general, and they need her with the resistance, which is neither the rebellion nor the government, and that makes no sense. But and still, why? They the resistance need
3: her. needs to be in the New Republic for the first? Uh, the politics are hazy.
2: <laughs> yes, but she's in charge. She can't. She can't just disappear. She sends. She sends soldiers because she's in charge. Because yes. that's what generals do. I will buy that. And you should know that.
3: I will buy that. Yeah, except okay. that's not – except in Jedi, generals were like, I will lead the attack on the Death Star. I'm going to go to – and they were all fucking general. General Solo, you've been in Carbonite for three years. Now you're a general. Okay. Because they were the You betrayed your best friend, set all of this into motion. Now we have to put all of our resources into rescuing – Han Solo and now somehow Luke Skywalker and an enslaved Princess Leia. You get to be a general, too. Congratulations. Everybody is a general, <laughs> <Congratulations> general
1: <laughs> except for it's you. You're an admiral.
3: No, they were a rebellion.
2: <laughs> All they had to give was titles. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's like stock options. In a yeah. no, right. theory they, she- they were out of medals. That's why Chewie never got his medal in Star Wars. he's a seven-star general. Had two. <laughs> no, because they only had two medals.
0: <laughs> King, we can afford to make another one. Sorry. But Chewie will make you uh, emperor. You're emperor.
4: <laughs> <Chewie>. <laughs> A theory that she is of the Skywalker line is that she has Anakin's savant-like understanding of all things mechanical and piloting. Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: But she didn't say yippy, yeah. and That Good for her.
4: No, they they saved that for um, Finn. Yeah. Okay. yeah <laughs> had- more, I,
3: did, I was counting the number of times that uh, Poe and Finn were just like, Woo! <laughs> and uh, it was like three times too many.
0: <laughs> let, let me just – and actually, before we go back to, to Kylo Ren, let me, I want to talk about Finn for a minute. I think he sure. was probably my favorite character in the movie and only oh, because he, was he, was, he is as close to being one of us. Like how if any of us was caught <laughs> in this situation, he's as close to being one of us. I think that was supposed to be Luke's role in the original trilogy, and God help us! I think it shows how George Lucas feels about us. I think that was Jar Jar's role in the fucking prequels. <laughs> but- well, no, I, I think that there's a POV. I think
3: that he's the uh, the natural POV character, where like the guy who's just in over his head. He's a little, he's a little Luke. He's a little Han Solo. Again, what was really nice was they took they took the the motifs of the original trilogy and the archetypes and just sort of mixed them up a little bit. So, like, they all had elements of your favorite characters. Like in Poe, there's a little bit of Han Solo, and a little bit of Leia, and a little bit of Luke. Same with Finn. Same with Ray. Like, they all had the elements, and they're just sort of like they Rubik's Cube them, and we're like, okay, I, you know, now, and it's a totally, they're all totally new characters. Yeah. And you know, Finn was Finn was great in that he's just trying to bullshit his way through the whole thing,
0: oh, yeah. uh, and just did-
3: and just fell in love with Ray.
0: Yeah, you know, that's great. Yeah, it's he re- He's like, "Oh Jesus, I'm in this war. I don't want to do this. I want to get the fuck away. That's all right. I want to do." And Which is then, Hans' thing. Yeah, and <laughs> and yet I've yeah okay, I've grown to to like or love this person, so I'm going to come back and try and save them. But at the same time, he has to be he has to be the point of view. He literally has no name. He comes right. from nowhere. Yeah. Now and all the while he's doing what any one of us would do is okay. Be brave. Be brave. Now d- d- be cool. Be cool. I am being cool. I'm telling myself for Christ's sake. <laughs> right. I'm trying to sneak past five thousand yeah. stormtroopers. What's wrong with you? We had some, he had, some and of the just, best lines. And
3: his, co- and his conversation with BB-8. You know, just like okay, I'm not with the Resistance. Okay, but you've <laughs> got to help me out here because I will promise. Like, like all. I mean, fantastic. He's just. And, and and his his conversation with, with Han when they go in and it's revealed that he's a sanitation stormtrooper. Like, <laughs> so right, he's, yeah. he's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but, uh, he's like, just yeah. use the force. That's not how the force works. Like that <laughs> that and, and that just, back and forth was so satisfying on so many levels, because great it's great character work. Uh, but it's also like that must have been what it was like talking to Han Solo thirty years ago. Like, like Han Solo's having a conversation with who Han Solo was yeah. thirty years
0: ago. And just the the great almost fan like reactions. Did you see what I just did? With yes. yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah, that actually worked really well for me is when when Ray and Finn <coughs> uh, completed their first trip on the on the Falcon, even though it's like busted and in need of repair, just the excitement of you did that, yeah no you did that. Oh, we're so awesome. <laughs> yeah. When when yeah. just hey,
0: hey, hey. when the subtext just under the hood is, We just flew the fucking Millennium Falcon in a Star Wars movie. Right.
3: Of course. And I thought that they did a great job with Poe, too, who, uh, you know, the first the first meeting when he when he's face to face with Kylo Ren and out of his mouth, he's like, OK, do you talk? I talk first. You talk first like that. <laughs> just that. Yeah. Very. It immediately lets you know, OK, this is going to be paced far differently. This is going to have a, a new energy that's exciting and fun. And, you know, it's surprising. And uh, and these are not these are not uh the characters that uh, you know and love, you're you're going to get a whole new set of characters to learn to to love and and I, I again I would like that part was so enjoyable. I just enjoyed the was, fuck out of that first that first open. thirty minutes was we're, just right perfect perfect movie making. Where they one of it one of the swatters. things
2: that was fantastic with him yeah, too was you know they they set him up as this you know wise ass really uh, streetwise uh, soldier guy, but he's still uh, he's. He still gave up uh, the information to Kylo Ren because he's, so he's not force trained. Right. Like he, can't, he can't. But when they put Finn back in, the, when they put Finn, when they put Ray in that chair, mm-hmm. you know, then it was like it was it was already immediately established, <clears throat> you know, that this really strong, 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 and strong-willed guy, right, uh, you know, lost in that in that battle. So. And that, was, helped, yeah, and that, also that cool. helped
3: that also helped make Kylo Ren a little more dangerous and show you know, yeah. it was a good way to show his power. They did a lot of good showing and not telling in this too. Where you yeah. saw the characters actually you weren't just told like, oh, they're the best pilot. Well, how do I know that? Like you saw you see what they accomplish and you also see the
0: limitations they have. All right, Trevor yeah. Shea wanted to say
1: something. No, I was just saying it, you know, they set the tone up immediately um right from the get go. The first thing you see is Basically, shock troops coming in, mm-hmm. totally taking. Okay, first off, these are not the stormtroopers we're used to. All right these these people know their shit. They're trained, and they can actually hit the broadside of a barn. And they go through, <laughs> and they you know they have this little slaughter in this in this little um, village. But it immediately goes to a joke with pa. right So it's like, okay, this is this is how I know it, that 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 Harrison Ford moment. It's like, Rob, mm-hmm. we're home.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well it's it's true though because you had like this mass slaughter and but instead of like dwelling on how <laughs> how horrific what you're watching is they you know in the face of utter annihilation you have this character who's just like i'm gonna face dead like a fucking badass and you're like okay yeah. i like this character yeah i immediately respond to this character
0: i do want to see more with him in future movies because right now most of what we got from him was Man, I'm really hoping to get some of that Harrison Ford 81 to 89 money because aren't I Han Solo in this one? I want to see right. more with that character. He was there, <laughs> then he was gone. Although with the there and gone, and the fact that he not, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes traitor at some point. Yeah. You know, oh, the ship went down, and I magically yeah. was missing, but I was recovered. And well, where were? Oh, you? that would be
3: an interesting. That would be an interesting turn if he's like a spy in their midst. I, I mean, again, I think that there are. uh yeah, I mean, I think that there are there's plenty of room. He's also the one who gave up the information in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So.
4: Right. We don't know what Ren did to his head. Exactly. While he was in there. We
2: don't we
3: don't know what's what's there. So there are there's plenty but of they,
2: room. They, for, they had no for... idea he was going to escape. True. I mean, you saw them talking to each other, and they were surprised that that he escaped. Right.
4: Whereas so if it had wasn't... been a, a Darth Vader thing, it would have been like, no, I'm thinking like three steps ahead. We. Yeah. yeah. The force has right. a plan. Right.
3: <laughs> well, again, but that's what I liked about Kylo Ren. And I really liked that they showed off the power of the bowcaster, Chewie's bowcaster before Finally. he <laughs> shoots Ren. No, but I think there's, there was a, there was a reason for it because we, we'd never seen exactly how powerful that fucking thing was. We've never and seen when, it
0: fired for Christ's sake in right. three movies. So all of a
3: sudden you're seeing it blow shit up. Kylo Ren took a shot to the gut from Chewbacca mm. from that thing. And that thing blew, like blew up, uh, like a whole, like a whole squad of stormtroopers. So like the fact that Kylo Ren was keeping himself together, I think what, we, what we were seeing was like, that's, that kills anyone else.
4: That's a and
3: good point. That no, that's a good point. Yeah. That he was keeping himself alive and able to, to go through those battles. I think it one, it helps explain why he didn't just slaughter both Finn and Ray during that battle because he's using most of his energy to keep himself alive and keeping his intestines in. Uh, and then he had that—he had that great little, like you know, whatever, like war, you know, pat on his on his chest to make sure that you knew that, like, yeah, I'm fucking bleeding out here. Uh,
0: cool. Let me do one little side thing, and then yeah, let's let's talk about Kylo Ren finally. One thing, and it was a little thing that I liked in this, was that there was blood. Yes, like yep. right from the beginning, the blood <laughs> on Finn's mask, <clears throat> and just in the torture chair, Poe, with some blood on his face. It, because we went through three prequels where the only people who got killed were fucking robot, you know, battle droids, right. and clones, and who they
3: immediately set up stakes in this universe. Like this is a galaxy that once again has high stakes, and uh, you don't, and you don't know what the outcome's going to be, even though we know what the outcome's going to be. Right? But,
1: yeah. Well, that's the other. You know, that feeds into the the new. The, I don't say a new aesthetic, but the modern aesthetic that they're bringing in, which is things like you know, a little more grit. A little more reality to it, you know the blood. The big thing that stood out for me is I, I think Benari hit on it earlier. You know the original Star Wars, all the the trench run and all this stuff. That was all World War Two dogfight movies. Man, I was a huge fan of those kind of things. I saw Damn Busters like five times when I was a kid. That was awesome. They, you know, you don't you don't shoot a tie fighter and it blows up into a pretty little ball anymore. Now you, there's you know it's shit goes flying everywhere and it stays intact. That it's. Group, mm-hmm. Much more grounded in reality than right. the original one, probably from practical reasons. You know, it's easier to do in effects these days. Sure. But man, it that really kind of made a difference in the way that it felt, the stakes.
3: Absolutely. And I love seeing the remnants of the war. This goes back to Jakku, which is littered with the the wreckage of this 30 years of civil war. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's littered with all these crashed ships. I mean, when you see, when you see when you see the, that imperial ship just crashed there, and what an imposing view that is, you also get the sense of like, oh, some ship went down right above this planet. And when these ships fall from space and they hit planets, there are repercussions too. You know, this is this is what it looks like. This is the aftermath of war.
4: And and for the inhabitants of of Jakku, that's their normal. So even when the the troopers come in for the second time to come after Ray and Finn. It, as things are blowing up, you still see people down on the ground as soon as things hit scavenging. Right.
2: Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's not just the normal. It's their, it's their way of life. It's their, it's their uh, trade. Yeah. Like,
1: I know, I'm moving <laughs> around again. Don't worry, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> this shit has to get to Tashi Station somehow. <laughs> hey, hey, new spoils of war, get on it.
0: <laughs> Run, Tommy, pick up the foot. <laughs> Alright, so, alright, let's, let's talk about Kylo Ren, because arguably with the big thing that, and fuck it, we're split, this is the character that killed Han Solo, and I, I am wrestling with whether he is a strong enough character at this point to have really earned that.
3: No, he's not, no. but he's Han Solo's son. Uh, and I think that that's, that's what, I mean, that's why it was important that it's a, it's, it's part of that, Mythic trope of fathers and sons. And what was interesting was Han Solo in this movie. So I, I think we all kind of feel like Luke is going to take an Obi Wan role in this, in the, in these new movies. But in this specific movie, Han Solo was the Obi Wan. Yeah. The, the old, wise and, uh, battle hardened, uh, leader who's, who's bringing them through this universe is Han Solo. And he's the one who, who is sacrificed. He's the one who who, uh, shows the stakes in that passing of the torch there uh, and is killed by his his failure as a dad, basically.
4: (laughs) Well, he was the point-of-view character for us in the original three movies because he didn't have any special powers. Mm -hmm. He thought the force was mumbo-jumbo. So to take the two new characters and usher them in – Especially as Finn is a new point of view character, but Ray also to a lesser extent, because she she confronts it when she has that vision scene um, at Maz's right. castle. She wants none of it. She's horrified right. by it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so to be the one that says, "No, here's how it is, and let me let me take you through and and bring you into this universe is perfect." And as saddened as I was by his death, it, it had to happen because he he left blood on the field doing this role for the final time. You don't right. follow that. If he continues as a character in these movies, you, you're not going to care as much about the, the new characters.
3: It, it diminishes it. And that's why I thought it did such a great job of passing the torch is Han Solo is Han Solo. And, and how long, you know, how, how long have we also heard about the stories of like, well, he almost didn't come back for Jedi and like Lando was going to replace him. You know, this, this character, Han Solo has taken on such great import that you almost expect a Jedi to die and then come back as a Force ghost. Han Solo's not coming back as a Force ghost. When <laughs> yeah. he dies, he dies. Like, you're not going to see him again, you know, standing next to Yoda being like, all right, kid, that was a great shot. Like, it's not going to be, he's not going to be talking to anyone from beyond. He just dies. That, those are real stakes. And I thought that that also did a great job of setting up the new status quo in this universe. In that, like, no, when people die, they die, and it's really sad, and then we have to move on.
4: Well, it's clever um, also because, um, for me, in the original three movies, the most affecting moment it is when Han is ripped out of Leia's life when he's frozen in carbonite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh no, no, not Han. And, and now he's ripped away from us again, but now it's, it's permanent. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think the more I think about it, I think what we're going to see is a moment in episode eight where (laughs) Luke will say, if you strike me down, Kylo Ren, I will become more powerful. And that'll be the moment where he almost earns a Darth Vader type reputation for a final battle with Rey in episode nine.
3: But, but I think, I think that you are, you are seeing the, the, what it would really look like to see the, the, uh, Journey to Darth Vader, like he sh- like Kylo Ren starts as a poser. <clears throat> he is a poser. He is oh, he's a fraud. Yeah. He's wearing a mask. He doesn't need one. He's dressed in black. He's trying to follow you know in Vader's footsteps with some I don't know some you know again as as the grandson of Vader. Well, he's, he's trying to live up to some myth created yeah. around Vader. He's wearing the but skinny
0: jeans version yeah. of Vader's cloak. You know, right. cut cut <laughs> cut all thin at the waist, and yeah, he fakes his gravitas, but. Just has tantrums when he doesn't get his fucking way. Right. And he's a hipster Vader.
3: He's a hipster (laughs) Vader who is now who is but he is well on his way to becoming an actual Darth Vader. I mean, look, when he comes back uh, again, I can't stress the fact that he took a fucking mortal wound to the gut. Pretty sure he's going to need some kind of breathing apparatus when he comes back. (laughs) Uh, to, to keep him
0: going. Oh yeah, he, He's on the way, but in this first movie, yeah, he's doing it without, you know, without the full commitment of taking a lava right. bath.
2: Right. Yeah. I would expect And him. he's going to be, he's going to be totally, totally underestimated. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when he comes back.
0: Because the one thing, and, and this is another thing I saw online, but it, it makes total sense. If you look at that lightsaber, as cool as everybody thought oh, it, it was in the, t- yeah, it's, if you look at Luke's, it's tight and throws a huge, and it, it, yeah, it just sort of looks like it's not working very well. Right. And he's got that hilt that doesn't really do very much. It's like a giant and, spoiler bolted onto a Honda Civic.
3: So the, yeah, that lightsaber, <laughs> Kylo Ren's lightsaber is the thing that's supposed to impress you, but doesn't really do much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's all flash and it's all sizzle. Yeah, no
0: it's, it's like he riced out a lightsaber. It's a rice yeah, saber. <laughs> it's
4: a front wheel drive lightsaber. Why did you put that on there?
0: There's no need dangerous. You're going to cut your hand off, kid. Yeah, and, and he's not even jacked up enough to, to even fake a Darth title. I mean, Darth Maul could barely talk, and he got to be called Darth. Instead, he's Kylo. I mean, that sounds like a name that you find on a vaccine refusal form in Orange County. Yeah. You know, Kylo, well, go get your sister, Caitlin, and we're going to unload from Whole Foods. It's just to awful. To be fair,
3: he kept that name from when he was, you know, lead singer of Kylo Ren and the Jizz Whalers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and all the groupies. Fuck me, Kylo. You're an animal, Kylo.
3: <laughs> I, did like, I did like when it was revealed that his name was Ben. Right. I, yeah. mean, I, was I enjoyed that, that yeah. moment.
2: Yeah, I'm um, sure you did.
1: Uh, Ben,
3: I I like. I like the. uh, I like that. You know, you again. That that little nod to the past. That that we know why he's named Ben. uh, But also, like, it's nice that they take on different names. You know, that it's that this idea of your name is important. The Skywalker name is important. Han Solo as a as a mythic character was important. There were legends of Han Solo. Uh, So this idea that you. You either that Kylo Ren is trying to escape his past, is trying to shed himself of his ties to the Solo family and what, you know, what has come before and take on this new mantle uh, and become like the new type of Darth Vader. I thought was was uh, was pretty cool.
0: And as an early appearance, it, it kind of makes sense that he would be that way. You know, it's, yeah. I've committed to this is what I, this is the identity I've chosen as a child trying to find his way. Yes to, to speaking to the melted mask of Darth Vader saying I feel calling toward the light side but I've committed this is who I am now yeah. so no, I mean, well, no, and that was the whole thing
2: when he when he talks to Han Solo and he and he says you know I'm divi- I I'm, I'm torn can you help me you know and and Han Solo of course thinks he's he's asking for help to to go move back to the light side and he's not he's right. asking for help to complete his journey to the dark side right so that's and why, it, you know, he kills him and he says, thank you. It's like, that's what he wanted. he wanted. He wanted that moment to become more of a badass and prove himself more to the Sith or the Ren or whatever the yeah, fuck they well, are.
1: Well, you think about where they yeah. started him, right? So in, in the original trilogy, Darth Vader comes onto the screen as a force to be reckoned with. Everybody right. is scared shitless of Darth Vader. This, yeah. you get the the general uh, Hux, the Dalma Gleason. Yep. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like, whatever, dude, you know, he's, he gives him no respect at all. He's there because Snoke <clears throat> has sent him to be there, but he, he, he hasn't, they're not afraid of him, you know, he right. has built And, I, that and I think that
3: that's an important thing about setting it up for when you underestimate him, when he's completed his training, they made a, they made a, an issue of like, okay, now it's time to complete his training. When right. he comes back with the full understanding, the full training. And also he's now been through some shit. He probably, again, if he's a hipster he's a trust fund kid who just gets to pick and choose and be like, I'm going to follow Vader's ways now, but have none, you know, he didn't have to earn that title. Now he's sort of been battle tested and has, has started to understand the sacrifice that it really takes, uh, to, to fully embrace the dark side. Um, I think that that's, that sets him up to be scarier down the line if they, if they, if they, you know, do it right. Um, which is great. yeah. Which, which is great to see. Um, because I thought the villains were probably the weakest part of this movie. I didn't think that they were a real, real enough threat. And I'm sure that that's sort of part of, you know, getting us back into the swing of things and, yep. and whatever. See, I-, um, I think you're supposed to underestimate them. But I, I didn't think – Star Wars was like about – I mean Darth Vader became iconic as soon as he hit the screen. There was no villain in here who <laughs> I – I, even Kylo Ren, you know, the look is sort of generic. It's not – it didn't have that – uh do not have the gravitas of a Vader.
2: But Darth Vader is the single most iconic villain in fucking movie history. Sure. So I'm sorry, you know, excuse me for not living up to that.
3: (laughs) But I think that that they played into that. That's what I'm saying. I think they knew that understanding that. And instead of trying to recreate that, they play right into it and give you a villain who all he wants to do is become as iconic as this Darth Vader figure, which, by the way, and this is like a nitpicky thing. Did Darth Vader at the end like go to the Force and become like a happy ghost with like Yoda and Obi wan Don't you think at some point when fucking his grandson is being like I'm going to go to the dark side, he would show and be like, Oh uh, no no no, we, uh, we got <laughs> past that. We fixed it, we fixed that one. Uh, so, like you're fucking no, shitty ghost granddad.
2: No, Ben's not strong enough to see to see the Force ghosts yet.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's I think that's the implication. Is he he's he's like those kids that play at witchcraft. And, Mm -hmm. and, and they show up like, oh, I'm going to call corners and I'm going to, oh, look, I'm dressing in black. He doesn't, he's not really, he he wants to be a gangster, but he's not. He's (laughs) gone.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you know something? The entire fucking first order, except for Snoke is like that. Yeah. The the general Uh was a fucking redheaded millennial. If he was older than 28, I'd shit (laughs) my pants and he's in fucking charge. You know? And they're. All of them are overcompensating. We all know that the empire was supposed to right. be the Nazis. They didn't get <clears throat> big red banners and chuck up a Nazi salute. They, they're overcompensating to show, look, man, we're we're seriously in we the. We didn't empire. just build a Death Star. We built a planet, a
3: Death Planet, a Star. Like, I mean, like, you could make the argument that the villains in this Star Wars movie are a condemnation of the generation grew up with star wars and tried to and maybe didn't succeed in living up to those expectations who were just a pale imitation of the original
2: oh yeah but kids today
3: huh kids today i I mean but seriously like if you look at that that's kind of the message that's being sent is like the kids today don't know what it's like to really be a space nazi
0: Well, it, it certainly, yeah, the overcompensation of kids who've grown up in 30 years of stress-free peace under the Republic, overcompensating with their rebellion. But it's, I'm wondering how much of this is going to wind up being an indictment of like serious right-wing ideology. Cause the whole thing stinks of we've got money men who are somehow bankrolling this monstrosity, even though now you're supposed to be the plucky rebellion, you know, who's fighting against the Republic. Yeah, you know, we've every stormtrooper is a oh we get them while we're while they're young and separate them you know separate them from society. Is there a more on the nose analogy for fucking homeschooling? <laughs> you know, we'll just make- plus plus the total disregard
3: for uh for the climate and for like the universe you live in. Like you're powered by sucking out the fucking sun. Like. I don't even know why you have to fire a laser cannon. If you suck out all the energy from the sun of that solar system, everything dies there. <laughs> you don't have to blow it up after you've already killed it, and no, no, you don't no, have but, to but, move but. your fucking planet to another fucking system to get another fucking solar-powered laser cannon.
4: Yeah, it's drill, baby, drill. Just suck yeah. up the whole sun. If Somebody somewhere is having motivational speeches to to the corporate group in the first order, going, "You know, let's make the empire great again." Can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Because you know the the resistance, they they do drugs and, and, and they're rapists. And I, I they, think they go out in the woods <laughs> and they go, they go out in the woods and they
0: commune with trees. <laughs> That's and, right. But it,
3: if it, climate change is real, why is Hoth still frozen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know there's a billionaire behind all of it because the new stormtrooper uniforms and weapons all look like they were designed by Steve Jobs. It's sure. all white and smooth and pretty.
4: Endor was a false flag.
0: Yeah. We're gonna find out that we're gonna. Yeah, it's it's the Empire by way of Super PAC. We're gonna find out that that Sm- that Snoke is actually like Mon Mothma's brother-in-law, who thought he was gonna have a sweet spot in the fucking Republic. He's all gonna, right, so who do we think this Snoke guy is? I, I, Gollum. A, <laughs> a, a specific person aside, I don't from, know. aside from Dobby slash Gollum <laughs> slash,
3: <laughs> slash fucking a dark elf.
4: I think like, we're going to find out he's in the same race that Maz, what's her face, is people are. She d- yeah. He
3: did look like a, uh, he did look oh. like in that vein, which would also make him tiny. Yeah. Uh, which is great.
2: Oh, he's, he's definitely tiny. So, I, if there were, if Vegas had odds on how big Smoke was. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds.
0: I love that line. I don't know. I always kind of do it and then figure out afterwards. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm God,
2: not... he had so many good lines in that in this movie. It
3: was. It was. Uh, I didn't want to believe. Force I I didn't want to believe that Han Solo was gonna die. But I think it was somewhere around the uh, the time where he uh he was in the Falcon, they're flying, and she like pulls off the uh she she's like oh I bypassed the coupler, whatever she did, and he like looks at her. I'm like, oh, he's gonna die. <laughs> Because he gave her this, like it was this, like perfect moment. It was really, it was like, oh, that was a real, genuine emotional
2: reaction. And ah, oh, shit. <laughs> can I say? Can I say she one thing about, about
4: fairness, right
2: though? That Why God is Russell? Chewbacca still the first mate?
4: That's a good question. Because in Chewbacca's mind, be the fucking <laughs> captain. In his mind, uh, he is. He flew.
3: He 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 flew the Falcon to that. Uh, he was. She he was the one she flying. Was in the pilot's
2: chair.
0: Yeah, Ross was right. in
2: Han, She was in Han Solo's chair, and he was in, he was still on his own. Oh, well, he's a Wookiee.
0: I, I would have <laughs> liked to have seen some scene where Han... Wookiee
2: lives matter, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I would have liked to have seen a scene where Han told Chewie that... The, the, the scene where Han was offering Rey, it's, uh, maybe I'm offering you a job. Yeah. Right. It, it told us how much he was impressed by her. I, I would have liked to have seen where Han was saying the same thing to Chewie, because, yeah, it seemed... Like she slotted herself into the pilot chair, awfully quick. When Chewie should have been unmanned, he had a life debt to Han Solo. Now the the point of his life is now sort of adrift. So unless there was a specific, yeah, you know, I can I can see her, you know, being. You know, a backup, some something to show how much she, she meant to him for Chewie to Look, say. it's Fine. well
3: established that Ray is racist. Okay, Ray is short for racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care much for Wookies. She's forced to, uh, you know, fly with Chewbacca. It's like a, it's like a buddy cop pairing. All right, she <laughs> she hates Wookies. Uh, Han died for Chewie and her, her, so now Chewie feels indebted to her because that's what Han wanted. But he doesn't like her. She doesn't like. They'll learn to work together. She she's unhinged. He's the old hard ass. Uh, but you know, somehow they come together and they take on the uh, the Galactic Empire. Benario,
4: you
2: old for this shit? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Benari, are you saying this is red heat in space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who gets to be Jim Belushi in this shit show? <laughs>
3: uh, Jar Jar. Ah. Oh, when he comes back. <laughs> no. No. No.
5: Uh,
3: I do know. I do think that there is uh, there is something nice. There, they had like those nice little moments for Han. I did want, though, a little more than a hug with Leia after not seeing each other. Like, they could have kissed. Like, I don't think that that was that too much to ask for. Like, it's just something sweet. Give me, give me something more than like a sad <laughs> hug.
0: Throw on the long console for Christ's sake. Yeah. This also,
3: I was like waiting for it and it's fine that they, they didn't do it, but I did want that moment. Like, when they were looking at each other, I was just, I was waiting for them. They didn't even have to say, no, no, I just wanted no. them to just be like, you know, just I a do. nod. Like, we know. Uh, <laughs> I, I was waiting. I, I,
2: thought, I thought one of the things that was nice about it was I, I think that would have telegraphed too much that he was dying when he got to that planet.
3: Oh, really? It didn't, it didn't telegraph it when he was like, I'll take her down there. Like, it's too dangerous. I'll take her. Okay. <laughs> You're not coming back.
2: I, I, to me, it wasn't telegraphed until he, Until they went in. Oh, until he
3: told Chewie, like, I'll
2: meet you back here.
3: No, he won't. Well, that yeah,
2: that
0: (laughs) that was a tough (laughs) that was a tough moment for me because you know having grown up with the Han Solo of Empire who turns the corner and say oh Darth Vader doesn't even stop and thinks just slaps leather and throws down Uh, yeah there's a a certain amount of question as to whether it's weird. (laughs) They, they did a good job with the writing. There's a question as to whether Kylo Ren is fully indoctrinated to the dark side. But, you know, as moviegoers, we know there's two more fucking movies. Of course he's on the dark side. You have to shoot him, Han. And but it, that's going to make it more yeah, but, difficult to accept, do
3: you want Kylo Ren to be redeemed now? He just killed your favorite fucking no, guy in the universe. No, he's, he's the I most hated not.
2: man in fandom. I do, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen the redemption story. Right. I don't want Kylo Ren to be redeemed. Right. I don't want that to be the I, point of it. I
3: think that. that he's beyond redemption at this
2: point. Like okay. I think that
3: that there's something very different about this because he, we don't just hear about him killing it; we watched it happen. Yeah, he killed our child. Kylo Ren killed our childhood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so the that's the other thing though, Rob, is you know, it, it's the, he's you're not a dad. You know, God it's, it's right. real. Why? What have you heard? God. <laughs> that you know of, that you know of, it's real easy for you know Han Solo to just kind of be like, "Darth Vader's nothing but a fucking villain," and I'm going to shoot him if I can see him. Right. And you know he's he's older, he's wiser, he actually has some emotions now, and to him it's it's his kid. And and Leia made the big point about yep. bringing him back. Like he he totally wanted to just treat him like the villain, and and Leia kind of reminded him, "No, he's your son."
4: At the so, end of the day.
3: And if anyone could bring him back, she says, like, Luke's a Jedi, you're his father. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: At the end of the day, what kills him is trying to do the right thing. And that's that's how he got involved in this story to begin with. He didn't want to be a part of it. He ran away. But now, yeah, he he's coming no, back. No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> at the end of the day, what killed him was listening to the woman.
4: <laughs> it was beauty that killed the beast. See, because I was just going to go with um, children are death. So... <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Children will
3: literally and metaphorically kill you, but also literally actually kill you.
0: But I'm absolutely with Ross on this. I, I think he is beyond redemption because even looking back at Darth Vader, he tried to kill his metaphorical father and was unable to, which led I, him completely to the dark side. Again,
3: I think there's a really interesting story storyline here with Kylo, which is that Darth Vader had good intentions. Darth Vader was the, you know, hell is paved, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Kylo Ren has bad intentions from the beginning. He just wants the power. He just wants the status. And it's all unearned. And, you know, the, the first thing that he does to earn the, the, the mantle of the dark side is to kill his father. What a shitty, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Kylo Ren, what a piece of shit! That's
5: like, a movie
2: piece shit. What's that on his that episode eight? <laughs> Kylo Ren, what a piece of shit!
3: Yeah, that's how. That's how the, the yeah. That's how the next scroll starts. <laughs> how, how,
4: how Kylo Ren is a piece of shit. But I, I, I guess the level for me, I'm, I'm going to to this. <laughs> I'm going to to this now. Well, I,
0: they'll kick us off iTunes. Go when, ahead,
4: Amanda. When Han Solo died, and and I saw it coming. I cried, and, and, I, and I pulled my shit together, and then when Ray sees Leia getting off the, uh, the ship, I lost my shit again. It was, that mm. was how invested I was in that. That's I had, cool. I had yeah.
0: moments with a little bit of, you know,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I have to say I was pulled out of the emotions of that by Carrie Fisher's Botox face. <laughs> and
0: because you're up. A- fucking monster Ross what a monster <laughs>
4: well, just you cause in the monster. back no, of your sure. mind you can hear Griffin, do me <laughs> well I and I've always been here. a
2: Luke guy anyway
3: so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as long as as long as long we don't find out that like Ray is the fucking incest baby <laughs> of the fucking Skywalker clan <laughs> it's, it's very, I mean that's the only thing I think at this point that would absolutely ruin the new movie <laughs> <laughs> Like that ah, we took a Wagnerian turn with things and uh we, we decided to one, We really decided to make this a ring trilogy. Ah, oh, fuck you.
0: One thing I just want to do a side thing on. We've been talking about how in particular Harrison Ford coming back did such a solid job. Can we give a shout out to Peter Mayhew oh, who yeah. who gave more oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, understanding sure. a, a performance where you can understand exactly what he was saying and he was Chewbacca was fucking solid in a way he he was Never in the original trilogy. It's <laughs> it was, that that relationship was really solidified. I mean, again
3: and again, if you're if you're looking for if you're looking for uh, you know a, a <laughs> bad portent uh, there, the the how how terrific the Han and Chewie were together right from the like right off the bat. You're like, oh, this is not going to end well. I care too. Like they're they're too good right now.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, and part of that was the the writing. It's just the, the interplay of he'd give a howl and it's like, oh, yeah. oh, you're cold. Right. <laughs> so-
4: yeah. Uh, you're right. That's a be- Yeah. It's like, you're right. That's a better plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, just, and just how he emotes through all the fur, because when he sees Han on the catwalk going up to Kylo Ren and he's like, what are you doing? Like- yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh and 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 just the the looks that he would throw every now and again when when he when he had Finn by the throat who was trying to like patch him up like there was just so much more going on there with him facially i think than we've seen in other oh, movies oh yeah. and and look i mean you got to see chewbacca rage like yeah. from Honda i mean that was, how how satisfying was that i wanted to see him pull kylo ren's arms off they've been talking about it i've only ever seen it in the lego game when do i get to see chewbacca pull somebody's arms off <laughs>
0: Yeah, for all this dark side light side, I don't think I'm going to be satisfied unless Chewbacca's the one who fucking kills Kylo Ren. I, I <laughs> well, he shot him. I mean, he, he was did. He did. He shot him right in the fucking and, gut.
2: And if Han was the Obi-Wan, then, you know, Chewbacca was the Luke. He was like, "No!" Yeah. yeah. And, and then started shooting his blaster.
0: Yeah, and then started shooting and immediately went to the detonator and and I took from that it's like, "I don't give a fuck if I get out of here." Oh, yeah. I'm, it was his Rambo moment. You yeah. all <laughs> It's,
3: yeah. I mean, there was, there, was a, there was that moment, too, where right before Chewbacca shows up with the Millennium Falcon, we're like, did Chewie, like, take himself out in a suicide pact? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> which, which in some ways would have been, like, more emotionally devastating. Like, the fact that Chewie survives, is, at least you're like a glimmer of hope. You know, you still have that, that yeah. something to cling to.
0: But it's a, and again, that's another thing of how much of this do we like just because they took the Star Wars mo. That was very much an Empire Strikes Back moment. Absolutely. It's like we won, but we lost, and everybody is separated, and here's a cliffhanger for you. Yep. And I'll say, Mark, Mark Hamill earned whatever he got for this one just with that one look of realizing, <laughs> no. oh my God, it's not over yet. Yeah. No, there was the look.
3: So I, I took from that like last moment of. A couple of things. Number one, like, ah, oh shit. <laughs> things went really south. Yep. Uh, and also, you know, I think there's, there's that guilt, that guilt of like knowing that whatever, whatever bad should happen, which will include the death of Han, he's going to take responsibility for. Like that's on his shoulders. And I, I think Does what they're know? setting up, I think what they're setting up is that Luke is probably the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy. He removed himself for a reason and that's probably because maybe he doesn't trust himself not to be seduced back to the dark side or maybe he's just afraid of what he can do and what he will do
4: yeah and I, but i think i and i think those those are good reasons i think also though if you're trying to tell this story it's it's like why they always you know immediately eject the most powerful character from an x-men movie because mm-hmm. otherwise like if professor x is there this isn't happening so we have to like take him out of the picture for some reason. If Luke is in the picture in this movie, then there is no movie. It's like, Oh no, no Kylo, you're done now. Sit down.
3: (laughs) And I think that that's that. I think that that heavily plays into the, the theory that Ray might be his daughter, because if he failed with Kylo, it's one thing when it's your nephew. It's another thing when it's your, when it's your own child. Yeah. And so if he, if things went so South with Kylo Ren and he's like, ah, shit, I couldn't even, you know, I fucked up just like Obi-Wan fucked up. It's too powerful. I'm not ready to be a, a master and I don't want my, my child to, to uh, be seduced to the dark side. So I'm just going to put her aside and remove her from the board as well, even though it kills me and it, and it, uh, and it, and you know, it's a terrible thing, but it, it's, that lines it's, up. it's to protect the galaxy. I'm- if he, if he shunted her aside, and put himself in exile to sort of protect the galaxy from an even more powerful evil that he could possibly unleash. That makes sense to me.
4: And also,
2: it like, makes sense. But if he did, if he, if he did that, and knowingly left her on a desert planet, and fuck that guy.
4: Well, well, much like he was left on a desert planet. Exactly. By
2: <laughs> exactly. He knows what it was like. That would be like such a dick move.
4: But that's interesting, though, because it's you know he spent. The first three movies, you know, wanting to be a Jedi, even though everybody kept saying nope, 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 yep. nope. So he learned from that. You know what? Maybe they were right. Maybe this power exactly. is, is too much for anyone to handle. We're gonna we're gonna put baby in a corner. And yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But also, yeah, he went through all that. He was put on one planet. Leia was put on another. And the Force brought them together. The Force drives all things. I yeah, but know. we've we've also known Luke isn't the best student.
3: He didn't yeah. have the best
4: teachers. Uh, that was the other problem. Luke never
5: really
3: listened to them. Until it was too late. Like Yoda's like, "Don't go save your friends. It's not going to work out." And then you're fucking playing the thing, and then he goes and does it anyway, and he loses hands. Yeah, but his, his friends own. are all separated, and then Yoda, and then he goes back, and Yoda's like, "Yeah, no, you fucking you fucked it up. So you go do what you're going to do now. You're fine." Yeah.
4: <laughs> but I think there's there's a, a thread even even with the uh, the prequels that there are some really ineffective teachers here. And I'm not sure what needed (laughs) to have been done differently, but there's a whole thread of, no, we're not supposed to train Anakin. You need to listen to me, Obi-Wan. Oh, you're training him anyway. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The one one
2: thing the prequels I think did nice uh, is show, like, the fact that the Jedi were so boring.
4: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And and, in the prequels, they were horrible. They were awful to watch. But on the other hand, it's like, that's the only way they can work. Cause the second you get any emotion in, invested in these, in these powerful people, then they start to fuck things up.
3: There's right. a reason for, there's a reason for that Zen-like Buddhist meditation that they do, which is like, if you become emotionally invested, you, you can unleash the power that can destroy the galaxy. And right. if you got like a whole council of these people that are that powerful, I mean, imagine like the havoc that they could wreak. So, so the, the shutting yourself off from emotional ties also, if Luke is a true Jedi master, he's not supposed to have a kid. So, like, he fucked that up too.
4: Yeah, I don't want to hear that this is some sort of Menachlorian thing because he had a really bad night with a tube sock. No, it's not.
5: Write <laughs> <laughs> right down bad night with a tube sock. The only that way he a has title. a kid is he
3: fucked some woman by putting his Jedi dick in someone.
0: <laughs> it's not as clumsy or random as a blaster. Jesus, <laughs> I don't want it's her to be. Precise. I don't want her to be Skywalker's son. For one reason, this, and granted, it, it's well, she'd myth. Be his daughter, I, so. I can well, guarantee you, oh, she yeah, is not
2: Skywalker's son.
0: Uh, Absolutely not. Hundred percent. I usually do this. Sh- I
2: usually do this show <laughs>
0: drunk. I'm on my heels. But um, this, and granted, part of it is myth. And with myth, uh, X be at X be at X, and I get it. But this story is so lousy. With oh no, it's your son. Oh no, it's your sister. And even in this one, there was the rumor going. Out, number one, we've got uh, Han Solo's. And Leia's son in a position already. There was right, the rumor yeah. going around based on, I think, a toy listing on, like, Legos or something, that it was Finn Calrissian, which is still something that could pop up. Oh,
3: please don't mind. be like this. Oh, it's no. like there's only one black guy in the universe. It's that's so what I said. Self.
0: That's why <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> I, I am very much, <laughs> like, of, not... I'm very much of the mind, yes, he is no one. He just is in this situation. I like that. I choose to believe, yeah, with some half-racist toy copy editor saying, "Well, he's black, he must be Calrissian." Yeah, exactly. So, and Calrissian I'm, I'm has to be the son of fucking Mace Windu. Like that's just <laughs> yeah. racist. Come yeah. on, guys. <laughs> so it's we got too much. We've already had in the first trilogy too many. Oh, it just happened to be relatives coming in together. I don't want to see that in this one. We've already got enough as far as. Well, I'm no, see, concerned. that's why I like that. It seems like Finn
3: and Poe are completely separate from the whole family blood feud. <laughs> However. At the core of the myth, the Star Wars myth, what really resonated and I think what made it a a powerful and lasting story is that at its heart, it's a story about people. It's a story about family. And it's a story about the bad things that happen when you're a bad family, like when you you don't do the right thing, when you fuck up. And it's done on this epic scale. So I think the Skywalkers have a long history of either trying to do the right thing and fucking it up and then they have to go – You know, make up, make amends for what they've done. But there, if you're talking about the greater mythic implications of it, there's, there's sort of a, I don't know, there's sort of a blood debt on the Skywalker bloodline. You know, there is, there is original sin there. There is something that has to be, the cycle has to be broken. Luke was kind of unable to break that cycle, or if he did momentarily, if he has a daughter, then he's, he's, he's in, in one sense, broken the cardinal rule, which is don't have kids. The skywalkers cannot have children. And both Leia both Leia and Luke do that. I mean that's an interesting that's an interesting uh, I I story. disagree
2: with you on that. Okay. I absolutely disagree with you on that. I mean the, if that's because it only, if it, it started with Anakin. You
4: Who know, what, what you're
2: saying would only make sense if there were ten, ten generations of Skywalkers being maybe, maybe we can get it right this time and fucking it up you know it's it's anakin and frankly anakin having kids is what saved the galaxy
3: true true <laughs> except it's not because he wasn't supposed to have kids so if you if you buy into the implications of it the fact that he had a kid in the first place is what fucked up the the galaxy and the universe and if no if no, no, a, no 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 like no if there's a thing of luke running around that the Skywalker, that the Emperor was so keen on killing Skywalker and Vader was so keen on turning him to the dark side. There's gotta be something there with like the Skywalker bloodline is really fucking powerful. And if it's not controlled and it's not manipulated in the right way for other people's political purposes, they are the most powerful beings in the galaxy and, yeah. and completely throw off the balance of power, uh, to, you know, to, to, to tragic results.
4: Which gets I don't know. into I mean, I think,
3: yeah, I mean, I think there's some, I think there's something, I think there's something embedded there.
4: But it gets into also the idea that with with the Jedi training in particular, you have to get them from such a young age to mm-hmm. indoctrinate and program so that they can learn to control their feelings and emotions. But that also resonates to what they were saying now with how. The first order is training their stormtroopers, right. and at the end of the mm. day, no matter how young you get someone, there's that element of free will. And if somebody is going to do a thing, they're going to do a thing. Can I,
2: can I take us on a quick tangent for a sec? Sure. Would that make a good that what you're talking about with the Jedi and, and you know the way they train? Would that make a good side movie? Like, would we want to see an older like prequel, you know, time period side movie where they actually get into it and explain the stuff?
3: Well, the Jedi yeah, because, Academy, I mean, I, I think some yeah, of the books,
2: yeah. got into. I
3: think some of the books got into it. I, I think there is an <clears throat> interesting contrast between either, either way, you're one extreme or the other, but there's an, there's a, a system of indoctrination and an element of brainwashing that goes into whatever side you're fighting for. You have to believe so fully. And so it's like two extremes and somewhere <laughs> in the middle is the, is the messy part of balance. The balance is messy, mm. I think. Uh, I think either side is like perfect order needs uh, perfect order is almost impossible to keep without a fanatical devotion to your belief system.
0: Well, and it, when it comes to the idea of balance, this is why I'm still going to hold on to my my theory that Ray is uh, from the Palpatine bloodline because balance came for Obi Wan in that he tried to train Anakin and it was the death of the universe, and right. then he trained Luke which was the redemption of the galaxy. And the same thing could happen here if Luke tried to train Ben Solo and threw the Force out of balance through a failure in his training. His training of Rey, particularly from a more powerful bloodline that should be leaning toward the dark side the way Skywalker's bloodline was Mm -hmm. in the original trilogy, then you've got balance again, potentially. But you've also got... Now you've got a seesaw balance that never ends, and that's right. good news for Disney. Yes, it's good <laughs> news for Disney. Uh, well, Disney wins no know, matter what. Other, I, I think that he knows
3: he knows who she is. And that there's some oh, yeah. connection there. But again, the 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 lightsaber part of it, the the her connection to that particular lightsaber is what makes me think she's in some way, even if she is I mean, again, I think it's an it's an interesting sort of thing if if she's the combined bloodlines of two really powerful Jedi bloodlines, that would make her unseen in the Star Wars universe. Uh there we you wouldn't I mean again, even Kylo Ren is Leia's son, but Han Solo's not a, a force user. He's not a Force Adept. So, you know, even that it's a little bit diluted. Uh same with same with Luke Skywalker. His mother was not Force Adept. So if you have a child who is the child of
2: two Jedi uh, masters, but, but, yeah. But I, I, if I if I can just interject here, his mother was really hot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. If you All say right. so. Okay. But we're no, not but, saying we're not saying that uh, we're not saying that uh, Ray's Jedi mom wouldn't be hot. She'd be super hot. I mean, Ray okay, okay, Ray's cool. Rey, pretty super hot too. Yeah. So. But I wonder yeah. if that but, also but, gets
4: but, into why they they ben always British, counsel. <laughs> we have to explain the accent.
3: Where the fuck did that British accent come from? Well,
4: she was left with someone who had a British accent on Jakku, uh,
1: like Max von Gee,
4: I wonder. Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But no, I, I, the whole moratorium on having sex and, and pleasures uh, of, of, of whatever as a Jedi. All we know is that all of these Force-sensitive children are being sent to these academies. You can't let them get together because then you get more powerful kids, and right. they're harder to control.
3: There is a sense that like the ancient Jedi order was trying to <laughs> trying to like keep the force at bay and not <laughs> and yeah. and yeah. and dilute and dilute bloodlines and like you know sort of wean the force out of the whole fucking galaxy and be like man there's no one left now who's force of Death.
0: <laughs> we will have pure children who's yes. the Nazis now. <laughs> so but so- I, I do think that there's an interesting I think there is a contrast
3: there that like as much as you see the imperial empire as the Nazis, which they were, there is an element to – that's. there was a flaw in the way the Jedi Council ran things. There was, there They're the was, socialists. Yeah. There, there's a flaw in the way that – when, when,
2: when none of us are force adept, then we're all force we're adept. We're all force
3: adept. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there is – but there is a Harrison Bergeron type uh, lesson there too with the Jedi.
4: <laughs> like you can't – hand,
3: you can't keep handicapping these kids. Like <laughs> –
4: they're going to go out and try to learn about it anyway, and then you get somebody like Kylo Ren who's wandering around being a hipster wearing a mask when he doesn't need it. <laughs> really fucking sexually frustrated. Like that kid <laughs> needed to get laid. <laughs> get him a pack of tube socks.
3: I mean, you got Phasma running around in her fucking, you know, silver stormtrooper outfit just, you know.
4: <laughs> She's going to be back in the next movie. Together, and he's sitting there
3: meditating.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's what they call it now. <laughs> She'll be back in the next movie. Uh, Any theories on where she's going to pan out being? Well,
2: she actually. I think she's going to be Finn's nemesis.
4: Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Okay. I can see that.
4: I love that moment when Finn got up in her face when they had her captured. (laughs) I'm in charge now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I just want to do one interjection because I know we're coming up on a sort of a hard stop, but, uh, Pixie i I've been saying, oh, we're all Generation X, you know, we all have this relationship to it. Pixie sticks, you're actually a few years younger than the rest of us. Is that that's correct?
4: Go yes. on generation Y. <laughs> okay.
0: It's so you know, going into the When's the first time you saw Star Wars? Uh,
6: I think the first time I saw it, I was probably like, I don't know, eight or nine, you know, in a friend's living room on VCR. Um so for me, I I feel like um I didn't have to wait for in between the first three for them to come out, you know, they, I basically saw them all at once. Um, and I didn't have, I enjoyed it as a child, but I wasn't a huge fan, um, that I would watch them over and over. And so when the prequels came out, I was able to live right away with, well, this is crap and I'm not going to bother with the next two. Um,
0: <laughs> it wasn't the crushing uh, blow. That it was
6: de- not. No, I mean, it was It was irritating. Us. It was irritating. It was, you know, well, that sucks, but I didn't need the therapy that you all might need. <laughs> <laughs> that therapy is
0: called the force awakens. By no, no, that therapy was called Jack Daniels for quite a while, but so, I mean, how did this, did this, was this just like, Oh, this is a good movie. Uh, this this
6: was a good movie. I did not come out of it with the excitement that I came out of, say, Avengers with, but I felt like I have excitement moving towards the next two. I felt like this was a setup movie. This is the transfer, the handing off. Um, mm. So I'm I'm looking forward to what is going to happen in the next two movies.
0: And arguably, that's more important because, yeah, of course, people our age are going to be like, oh, thank God, it's finally a good Star Wars movie. We were going to see it anyway. We saw the fucking prequels. This really Wars.
3: did set the table well for, for a, for the next generation of Star Wars stories. Mm-hmm. Because again, and I come back to this, I care about Finn and, and Rey now. Like I care about these characters who didn't exist in the, in the Star Wars universe that I grew up with. I'm introduced to these new characters and I want to see what happens to them. I want to follow their adventures. And I'm actually really excited for my nephews to, to meet these characters mm-hmm. and to, along with the next generation of kids, and again, these kind of are kids' movies as, as well. Like, they are they are for everyone. But
2: we were all indoctrinated as
3: children. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's, <laughs> that, There's that indoctrination already Star Wars.
2: <laughs> they were always adult movies. And the fact that I appreciated it when I was six means that I was special. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> That's why you're in that class. That special <laughs> <Right>. class.
3: <laughs> but for Mas- me, the, ex- the exciting thing is to see, you know, new and exciting adventures with my nephews and nieces – and, and to kind of experience it fresh and new and not know where it's going to go. And, and, and sort of, you know, again, it's this nice cross generational thing where we're all in it together. It doesn't matter where you are. Uh, on, I would say on the spectrum, but that all makes it sound autistic, which you probably are. Uh, we're probably all on some, we're all on some sort of Star Wars spectrum.
0: Somewhere, have you seen the number of comic books I have? I'm somewhere there. I don't know. But yeah, we've all got a piece.
4: Maz's message to Rey is the message that this new trilogy is, and unfortunately it's going to be delivering on it to the rest of us, the whole, like, look forward your your future is what you need to be working towards, put the past behind you, put the prequels behind us. <laughs> um, so it, and and it's true, and she she even says she's new Jedi,
3: which is also intriguing, because mm. this idea that there have been a new breed of Jedi trained, and and it's different than what the old ways taught. So you can have a fucking Jedi, you know, bar owner who's basically like Rick from Casablanca. And, and
4: you know. We'll always have Moss Isley.
0: We'll
3: always have Moss Isley.
0: It's, it's weird. I, I'm now looking forward to Halloween and seeing kids <laughs> dressed as these characters, whereas for a few years we'd get, you know, little Anakin's and be like, you piece of shit. You don't even know what you're doing.
4: There was. But, there. Never,
0: but never forget, Kylo Ren is a piece of shit. Yes. I've, yes. I want to choke Adam Driver out
4: so fucking much, and not just because he's on girls.
2: <laughs> I mean, it was it was the perfect casting because the second he removed that mask, I just wanted to fucking punch him.
4: He does have a punchable face. <laughs> he, a he does. Face. <laughs> it's like, huh. oh no, no, I, I don't want to cut your hair. I just, oh yeah. <laughs> but
3: Darth Hipster is in a very appropriate uh, generational <laughs> uh, <laughs> zeitgeist uh,
4: for a new breed of Star Wars fan. Time. I just and. Uh, it made me want to channel John Lovett's haircut. I just <laughs>
2: – <laughs> But it's – and I really hope you I'm right that he actually know. turns into <laughs> – Say that Ross? I, I just – I hope I'm right that he actually turns into like a good villain that, you know, deserves the, the status he has.
3: But, yeah. I think they're definitely working toward that because, again, if anything, you, what you really saw was whatever he becomes, you saw the origin – of this menace that will uh you know be more than just a phantom hopefully.
4: And I I want I want them to be careful with any backstory because if they do flashbacks they they've got a good thing right now and if they do flashbacks to try to flesh out what happened with Ren and Luke before um all I don't want to see down, the flashback. You can yeah, you let
3: yeah. you can allude you can allude to it all you want. I don't want to I don't want like a weird choppy fucking film noir flashback sequence
4: right and and that that was where the flashbacks in this movie movie made me a little nervous it's like uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, but then we got ryan
0: johnson doing the next one who did brick which is all neo-noir maybe we'll get the flashbacks
3: yeah uh again i don't mind a different feel for it but i think that it's important not to I, i think that there there is on an aesthetic level anytime they've like tried to do like flashback to something it's like never it never pans out so let our let our imagination fill in fill in the gaps there. Yeah. Let the characters yeah. deal in the present of their you know of their time, uh, and and let us build in the the backstory.
2: Yeah, I, I did not like the thing that you know the flashbacks when she picked up the lightsaber. Yeah, it was, it was a weak part of it. It was movie. it was yeah. too much magic for me. As
1: it's too to Lord of the, the Rings. Like, that's where that <laughs> yes.
3: and, and yes. no, it was too Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Where it's just like oh. We're imbuing these totems with like magical properties now that they never had before. Like let's let's also be honest, like uh and and we can get into the whole like Finn can use a lightsaber. I guess anyone can use a lightsaber. Um that doesn't make <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're gonna be that doesn't mean that you're gonna be good at it. Finn should have like the lightsaber <laughs> is calling to you. There's gotta be something with that's the force. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's like the move from the force is this mystical uh energy that binds the universe together versus like this is a fucking, you know, this is our crucifix and it has all the power. Like that's a vampire movie. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't want them to start being like the the Millennium Falcon is a magic totem and you can talk to Han through the circuits. Like I don't want <laughs> to want that to happen. Would,
1: would you rather <laughs> You know what I mean?
3: Like it's a very fine line between like oh I can talk to the past through this lightsaber. Let me just call up and wear it. That's like, wizard.
1: No. Um <laughs> uh, would you rather? Would you rather it be more brought into the the realm of magic and mysticism, or would you rather go back to the little fucking midi biology?
5: I want to go back bullshit?
1: to Yoda. <laughs> okay, I want
3: to go back to fucking Yoda, where he's just like, "Oh, I don't know what this thing is." Do you? Okay, look, I'm gonna fucking lift a fucking X-wing out of a swamp. Holy shit, you can lift giant things. Yeah, that's great. And I can meditate, and I can see visions. You know the future of the past, but I'm not seeing like little fucking snippets of like bad flashbacks and children crying. I don't want a flashback to Anakin chopping off kids' heads. I put that behind
4: me. <laughs> I, want right? mon- I, want a, I want a ten I'm minute montage. I want a ten minute montage in the next movie. Of- I don't want to see any fucking glimpses of the fucking prequels. I don't want to know about fucking all the children that were murdered at Luke's Jedi Academy. All right. Do, do you want to see Ray have to carry Luke around on her back though for a good ten minutes? Because I kind of want that. <laughs> I,
3: mean, I live it's
0: fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, uh, Darth Vader betrayed and murdered your father. Was fine. You know, sand yeah, sand is in my butt crack, and I don't like it. We don't need that. So
3: that's right. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see. I don't want to see how Luke's lightsaber was carried through someone's ass for for ten years to this keep it watch. safe. Oh,
0: no, wait. That's a different movie. All right, but I think we need to wrap this up for because uh, I know uh, Ross, you have a hard stop, and uh, yeah, the furnace right outside our studio just started up, so this is about to become interminable in a few minutes. So any. Last thought, we all liked it. We're all looking forward to the next one. Any last thoughts oh, we got? Oh god, yes. Loved it.
4: Looking forward to the next one, but again with a, still a little bit of trepidation because Ryan Johnson did not do a great job in Looper with flashing forward and back. So I don't want him to do that to this movie too.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to be opt- I'm going to be optimistic, uh, cautiously optimistic, but I think this is all about uh I'm really excited to see where it goes. I think that they've they've set a fantastic foundation, and I hope they uh, I hope they continue building upon it.
1: Yeah, as long as they they kind of keep going on the path they are. The one thing else that we we got to touch on that I didn't like was I felt like the nods, like "Hey kids, this is Star Wars," got a little overwhelming at the end. That last scene, oh, all right, we're gonna fly down another fucking trench to blow up a, a bigger mm-hmm. Death Star. I was like, okay, come on. Let's, let's move on. We have established, yes, we're in Star Wars. You're doing, you're doing great. But let's,
2: let's come up with some new shit. That didn't shit. bother me. That that part. They, that, well, that they, was they, the they,
1: only thing that – the whole thing, that's the only – when they flew down the trench, that took me right out of the movie. and I'm like, okay, now you're okay. really reaching –
0: there, there was a little, the, uh, there was a
1: little fan service I don't think we needed. It's
0: like, oh, oh, the remote that Luke trained with, and let's throw that aside. And, oh, look, the monster chest, that's still there. The yeah. monster chest,
3: yeah. I mean, again, there's, but, but those things, you know, I think what they were 14
2: nice parsecs. Yes, yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
3: 14 parsecs. When was the last time you ever helped? And don't say the Death Star. Right.
4: right. You know, that, <laughs> that yeah.
3: type of stuff. But I thought, I, I didn't mind that. I, I do agree with Ross. I thought the last maybe 10 minutes of the movie was very rushed in terms of like, They accomplished so much and they were like, now we got to get her to Luke. And like, so quick, 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 quick. Uh, that part, I hope, I hope in the next ones they're able to take a little more time and, and also trust that we don't have to see everything. I thought this movie did a really good job of setting up some future mysteries and they didn't reveal everything. They didn't give us everything we wanted to know, uh, you know, right off the bat. So I hope the next ones they, they can take a little bit more time. And, and really flesh it out. And and again, I hope that that third act of the next movie is something we haven't seen before. Yes. Absolutely.
2: Agree. All right. Anything Anybody else?
3: Fly else? Kylo Ren planet. is a piece of shit. <laughs> That's as good
0: a Once place... Once more, with feeling. ...good a place to wrap it up as <laughs> any. Children to death. All right.
2: So Thanks so much, guys.
0: They, oh, thank you. Well, let, let me do the close out here. Yeah, the, <laughs> the usual... <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't know uh, where you, the listener, have found this show, but you can always find us at our home website, crisisoninfinitemidlives.com. We are on Facebook, com slash crisisoninfinitemidlives. You can find us on Twitter. Twitter handle is at midlife. We're on Tumblr. We're everywhere. But Tumblr is crisisoninfinitemidlives.tumblr.com. Uh, we are on iTunes, and if that is your way of normally getting a podcast, do us a favor, shoot us a review, give us a rating. It helps other people find the show can find us on TuneIn radio we're proud members of the comics podcast network and you can always email us at crisis on infinite midlives at gmail.com so trebuchet pixie sticks ross benari thanks again this is a really fun conversation i'm really glad that we could do this and uh this has been episode what, what episode 95, episode yeah. 95 of the crisis on infinite Midlives show i'm rob I'm amanda thank you for listening and der-
1: May the force be with you. Always. And And also with you. And may the furnace shut the fuck up. God damn it. (laughs) Are you on Tinder too? (laughs) Why
5: is everyone always swiping
3: left?